0: I could sneak, quote unquote, anybody into Casa Loma as long as they were wearing all black. I think that's really all, because I've been there for so long, and I've never done this. Because it could actually, it may, may have, it could, it could have the effect of having a blemish on my, uh, on my record or something, you know. But if I walked in wearing all black, and somebody else walked in wearing all black, all if I just facilitated a quick introduction between the security. And you, I would just go like, "Hey, Suresh, this is Mike. He's a new guy."
1: Yeah, Suresh would cool.
0: go like, "Okay, okay, okay," and then wave <laughs> you off. Uh, and then you would have free access to the uh, the entire grounds. Yeah. There, there there would not be
1: a door closed to you. <laughs> well, there we go. There you no, have it. And if you're, li-
0: and I guess I guess if the folks are listening at home. Uh, you just gave them
1: all the all the info they yeah, need. Yeah, just
0: show up wearing all black <laughs> and say you're a tech. The security will just wave you off. If you go Monday to Friday between uh like you know nine a.m. to three p.m. when Suresh is there, oh yeah, he'll just he'll just fucking wave <laughs> you off. Just,
1: yeah. No, it's like uh, seeing videos of people just throwing on one of those like safe. What do they call the high visibility vest things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just throw on one of those and just like walk into music festivals. Like, hey, uh let me Linda told me to go over this way. Like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, oh okay, just yeah. Walk right in. Yeah. If you look like you're supposed to be there, then a lot of the times you can just get in.
0: I have a uh I I, I wear steel toes at work and I have I have a visibility sweater. really nice sweater actually it's all dirty you know but it's reflective and if you're walking onto a construction site those are like oftentimes you also need a hard hat but sometimes depending on you know when they're just kind of doing like sidewalk construction and they'll tell Mm -hmm. you to use the other sidewalk i have in the past uh just kind of walked through sidewalk construction Keep you know with my head up, making sure that there is nothing you know swinging around or nothing's <laughs> gonna fall on me. But it's kind of like I'm wearing the vest, I'm wearing the shoes. Okay, <laughs> okay. Are we all can... the same? You know, looking around at the employees. <laughs> are we all on the same page here? Okay, I'm just gonna keep walking. Don't worry about me.
1: Yeah, as long as they don't ask you to do anything.
0: Yeah, <laughs> as long as they're like, hey, hey, hey new hey, guy, give us a hand over here. Hey, new guy, give me one of those uh, two by four. Give me one of those three by fours. Yeah, give me the
1: L wrench with this corkscrew on the end. Uh, <laughs> you're like, what? I
0: am so <laughs> bad at tools. <laughs> yeah. I I I uh, still don't I know what a Phillips. Basics, I still know it. what a Phillips and Robinson is. I I know which. I just don't know which ones they are.
1: Okay. One's uh, the one's the, think, one's
0: the star. one's the. Uh, I think
1: Phillips is the star because that's more common.
0: Okay. Yeah. See, so you had and me. Then, you, you had me fooled.
1: And then the flathead, that's easy.
0: See, the yeah, one. I think that's my biggest question is how did the flathead get away with not, because you think in theory you'd call it like a square driver or like a a star well, driver and then a flathead <laughs> driver. Like yeah. why, why didn't we just incorporate, you know, the shape?
1: Uh, the guy, Philip, he was really proud of his invention.
0: <laughs> and, then, and then Robinson came around and he, and he was yeah. like, well, anything you can do, I can do better.
1: <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, why couldn't the world just all have one screw? Yeah. I mean, a lot of the times you can just jam a butter knife in there and screw it <laughs> shut anyway if you don't have it. That's so, what I would do as a kid.
0: I, I mean, and you know, and that, and that kind of works too because it is fine. But then if you move if you move over to Allen keys well. or ratchets or like sockets, now we're into an imperial metric thing. So our screwdrivers don't even follow the laws of imperial metric because there's a whole third category. There's a fourth category like a like a hex like a hexagonal head on a screwdriver
1: yeah the little type of thing nails
0: if, yeah if you open up your macbook <laughs> that type of uh head well, they oh don't want God. you to
1: get in they don't want you to get they in. don't want you
0: yeah. to get in there no no they yeah. don't want to see <laughs> the little uh <laughs> the little colony they have in there That just kind of you know like they're pedaling really fast to make your battery go
1: just everything there. apple never wants you to get in
0: there's the secret That's the they secret. don't want you to
1: see their batteries they don't want you to do nothing
0: Speaking of which, I think I need to replace my battery. (laughs) Oh, well, Mike, I think that's a great introduction to the show. What do you think? (laughs) Yeah, that was perfect. That was perfect. You already know what you're listening to. You already know you're listening to the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. Of course, it's a wrestling podcast. That's for sure. It's hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne. It's also, on the other end, hosted by Mike the Shoot Shepherd. And wow, this is episode ninety-eight. You know, uh, it, it, it's been a long time coming for us to get to the big one hundred. And uh, let me say, I can't be more excited.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, we're looking forward to that. 198. 98 was a good number, though. Good year, nineteen ninety-eight. Yep. Is
0: there? Uh, are, are 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 there any? Athletes that come to mind with the with the number ninety eight. I mean the number ninety nine. That goes without saying. But
1: ninety eight. <laughs> uh, not the number, but the year sticks out as right. Um, okay, I mean, well, I guess professional wrestling that was a great year. The attitude, the the Monday Night Wars were in full swing before WCW started to die.
0: And I, I guess last week we really missed our Pride of Newmarket, Ontario, Connor McDavid episode. I guess oh, that's mean, yeah, I even... That would have been ninety seven.
1: Yeah. No, I probably would have just thought of other things again. But uh yeah. He uh Connor McDavid, whatever. Ninety eight, whatever. Ninety nine, whatever. That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> no ninety there is no one <laughs> No ninety
1: nine. Yeah, screw that guy. That old drunk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, too funny, too funny. Um great, well yeah, this is a wrestling podcast. We have a great week coming up because we have the uh we have the havoc.
1: We got Halloween Havoc. We got Hell Inside Cells. Um, we've got We got championship matches. We got lots of stuff going on.
0: Yeah, let's just get right. It should um is there anything on uh now of course yeah we do have our big pay per view where we have three Hell in a Cell matches. Mike, I said last week that this was the first Hell in a Cell that that's the case. I was wrong.
1: Yeah, I think there was at least one other time there was three. There
0: was one, but I think I remember seeing like one of the matches was a very short Hell in a Cell match.
1: Yeah. There uh, was like I think Rusev was in one of them.
0: Yeah, I think uh, something to that effect. So I got to apologize. I was wrong, folks. I was wrong. That's okay. That's hey,
1: okay. You corrected yourself.
0: I correct. So, you know, you know, know that's that. why. That's why I'm here with the uh, full length apology video. I didn't mean to spread uh, misinformation or rumors or anything to that effect. It was simply just a, 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 a simple mistake.
1: Well, owning up to it can be even better than being right in the first place.
0: Oh, thank you so much. That means so much coming from (laughs) you.
1: Yes. uh, yeah, We can gloss a bit over SmackDown, but there's one or two important things that must be mentioned.
0: Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no. At least to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. There were Before one we or th- there were one or two important things on our big uh, go home show. Of course, we know our main event match, or we know our, our our title match. You know, we have our Jey Uso, Roman Reigns. I quit. I quit in a cell.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got that. We got the women's match. But uh, well, there's some other stuff to take care of in the meantime, including. Law and Otis. Bum bum. <laughs> yeah, so they play the Law and Order theme, but then it ends up just being like a People's Court. I guess they played that theme too, didn't they? Yeah,
0: they kind of they oh, kind it. of went back bum, bum, and bum. forth between bum. the two. Like the the aesthetic was the Law and Order, bum, you know, bum, the, bum. The, the blue and the
1: red <laughs> writing. <laughs> yeah, they had that logo down, and then it just switched to People's Court. But
0: it might as well have been we got- it might as well have been just Judge Judy sitting there. I think to really kind of like. You know, cap so they, off the trifecta, yeah. but it wasn't. WWE has their own Judge Judy, and it's JBL,
1: Mr. Layfield. Yeah, he was playing Judge, uh, which I'm pretty sure he did in real—well, not real life, but uh, in Wrestler's Court, the real Wrestler's Court. After Undertaker stepped down, I think JBL did his part.
0: Oh, this this was uh this was like a segment gimmick.
1: It was uh this was all off camera, backstage, kind of wrestlers uh you know. Carrying out their own rules and punishments amongst really? each other. Okay. Yeah, so if you, if you stepped out of line, you'd take care of it before you went to, you know, the boss or anything. You'd take... Yeah. Like, if you took the front seat on the plane over a veteran or something like that, I don't know. you mm-hmm. go to wrestler's court, shit like that. But.
0: Interesting.
1: Anyways, this was real court. Uh, JBL's there to judge this money-in-the-bank custody battle. and Anyway, we had some guests pop up. Teddy Long was there. Ron Simmons. Rey Mysterio. I don't know. He
0: he, he was testifying on the stand.
1: Yeah. Oscar was there doing her holla holla. But (laughs) uh, anyways, eventually JBL is about to make his verdict. It looks like he's going to side in favor of Otis. When Miz presents some last minute evidence, hands over a briefcase. He opens it up. We hear the cha-ching sound. So we know what's going on here. Uh, In light of new evidence, JBL sides in favor with the Miz. And that's how we get. Uh, he orders that there's going to be a match at Hell in a Cell. Otis first Miz, Money in the Bank on the line. So that's how we get to that.
0: It's always a little exciting when that, uh, when that, when when the briefcase goes on the line. I'm sure they've done it before, right?
1: They've done it before, but it's only changed hands once. <laughs> so
0: okay, Still so pretty... yeah, the odds are on Otis's side.
1: Yeah, statistically speaking, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the one other thing that uh, must be covered here was Shorty G took on Lars Sullivan, uh, which is unfortunate already. So you know what happens. He gets killed by Lars with the freak accident. But the big story is afterwards when Charlie tries to get an interview with Shorty G, and he says he quits. So then we go to break. We come back, and Adam Pierce is backstage to check on Shorty, and he's like, yeah, I quit. I quit being Shorty G. I'm done being that character. I'm done being the joke. So uh, no more of that crap. So uh, there's only one man who could do what he wants, and his name is Gable, Chad Gable. So, yes, they're finally, hopefully, letting this guy do his thing.
0: What a way to get your name back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully, uh, he they'll just let him, you know, muck around in that Intercontinental title scene or something. Or
0: It, it also doesn't seem like, uh, and maybe this is just Michael Cole being Michael Cole, but... It seemed the
1: the freak. They are pushing. Yeah, they say it like nine or ten times every time he comes out.
0: And 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 I mm-hmm. that's even a lot for Michael Cole standards. Oh my god, I need to go back. Okay, I meant to do this the other day when I we were I was watching the Hell in a Cell pay per view with Roman Reigns and Jey Uso in the match. I think I need to go from start to finish. You know, like we kind of fade to black and then we run the commercial. How many times the tribal chief? Was said (laughs) Uh, Because there was a point Halfway through the match Where I was like Oh my god It has to have been said At least a a dozen times now And then It just kept happening And I would not be surprised If it happened 30 35 times
1: Thirty, thirty-five.
0: 35 wow, And, I, and I, I am willing to go back and rewatch it, you're <laughs> because well, this I mean, is very important means, to me. And that's that's I'm, probably
1: about an average of one per minute, one per minute, it was about a 30-minute match.
0: Yeah, but, uh, well, I think the thing is, half the time when they say it, Michael Cole will say it, and then Corey Graves has his little rebuttal, yeah. so they always well, kind of get bang-bang.
1: Yeah, bang bang. what about, and then the wrestlers themselves are saying it a couple times as well.
0: Exactly, then he's saying it in the he's ring, like, I'm oh, <laughs> I'm your chief, but I'm looking uh, for specifically the, the tribal, tribal chief. chief. It has to be those three <laughs> words together. Uh, my God, my God.
1: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice it quite as much, but I certainly heard it. It was like all, I could, uh, know, it was all I could hear for <laughs> half the match. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah. Other than that, uh, Bianca Belair looked good. She dominated Zelina Vega.
0: Yeah, this uh, uh, Bianca Belair's coming up, I guess. I mean, she's uh, she up. had her few vignettes on the past few weeks post draft, where yeah. she's sort of like training and running and shit like
1: that. Yeah, and now they're letting her wrestle and do shit. So mm-hmm. that was nice. Other than that, it was just more, you know, more of Rollins, Murphy. They fought each other, and Mysterio's come out. And then Roman Reigns and Jay just hyping their match, hyping the hell in the cell. More great promos from them, but.
0: Uh, yeah, the Murphy Rollins match I think was the best match uh possibly on on the week, I think. There wasn't really there wasn't really too much action, you know, going into uh going into a pay per view. There, there there never really is, but uh Murphy's and Rollins just uh fucking keeps rolling. Keeps yeah. Rollins.
1: <laughs>
0: <Wow>. <laughs>
1: and then at the end Aaliyah like helps Murphy up and they're touching each other.
0: Yeah, well, you know Shoulders and, and waists <laughs>
1: Shoulders and
0: waist, baby.
1: Yeah, like a prom photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all about shoulders and waist. Uh, but yeah. Um did we even we kind of skipped did we have a tweet of the week? I just jumped right into Smackdown.
0: Um, uh, you know, we just jumped into Smackdown. Uh Mike, I have no tweet of the week this week. I thought I did.
1: That's okay, you know. We we kind of <laughs> doesn't really matter. You know. It's vacant. It's we have a vacant, <laughs> a vacated title this week. It's
0: a, either a vacated title or Jake Hager just, uh, you, you know, like due to medical reasons couldn't defend. I don't know. Um, either
1: way, there is no. He does not get an extra defense. Right no, now. no, he does not
0: get an extra <laughs> reign. No, he you know what? The title. I, I, I save them. I, uh, if if I see it, I screen capture it, and then it lives, you know, in my photos. Uh, my photos, you know, gallery gallery or whatever, and fuck I just I must I guess I just mustn't have done it, but I swear I did, and that's what's killing me right now is that I but I can't remember anything about it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> can't remember uh, who sent it. I don't know, it was just I guess it was just busy watching wrestling. I guess I was nothing, just... Nothing that controversial happened this
0: week. No, weekend. no, nothing, nothing that controversial happened. You know, nobody's calling each other out yet. Shit, I will, uh, we will be sure to hop on that for next week. Jake, ha- right. Jake Hager, though, you know, you're, you're safe for now, but, uh, of course next <laughs> week, on episode 99, there has to be a, uh... Oh, of course. A Tweet of the Week champion. Uh, let's get to it. Let us tarry no further because um our SmackDown's done. So let's talk about this uh this pay per view, shall we? Let's talk about Hell in a Cell.
1: Hell in a Cell comes around once a year nowadays. Um
0: and we don't see cell matches ever except
1: for Yeah, pretty much now exclusive to the pay-per-view. Uh but, and then they painted it red a year or two ago,
0: and we're <laughs> keeping it red. I just keeping like, it just, red, and you know the Hell of a Cell, uh, the Hell of a Cell match is oftentimes the culmination of, uh, you, you know that sort of feud that there, it has to end in the cell. You know, no, there's no DQ except for that one time. There's no DQs in the <laughs> cell. Uh, all the weapons are available. It's bloody. It's brutal. And this time around, I'm thinking to myself, what are the odds that three feuds all? all uh, are cell worthy. Yeah, of and course. This time around. Of uh, course we have, well, we have Drew and Randy, who, you know, this is the now the third pay-per-view I think they fought for each other, you know, in very mm-hmm. brutal matches. Bailey and Sasha, we know that there's going to be a kendo stick and of course uh ro- the Tribal Chief and uh Jey Uso, those are our three um hell in a cell matches. Now Mike, I did not watch the pre-show.
1: Well, that's okay. You didn't miss a whole lot. Uh double J Jeff Jarrett. He's on the panel now. Ooh, who who'd so he replace? Um uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> he was just there. Uh, and then the only match, R Truth defended twenty four seven title against Drew Gulak. You know the deal. Truth was doing his Cena thing. He wins. He gets chased off. That was it.
0: Sounds about right. So we kick off the show with <laughs> <laughs> what I think you and I left last week's show thinking that Roman and Jay would be the main event. However, it's the o- the opening event.
1: Yeah, I mean, no matter how they were going to do it, uh, I figured they would start with a cell match, kind of do a sandwich. Yeah, sandwich they, of it, I
0: guess it's a Big Mac.
1: The Big Mac with the bun? I mean, but you've got to think this is... This is no bun of a match. This is the meat. This is the <laughs> meat. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're uh, right. You're right. Roman, Jey Uso,
1: um, a with a Big Mac.
0: fucking lengthy intro package. I don't know if you caught how long some of the this this like particular viewer
1: to this match. You mean?
0: Um, to the match. Okay. So like, yeah. f- we see Michael Cole and Corey Graves, and then you know they'll go into the video package, highlighting you know the past few weeks, and then up until from that point to
1: ding ding ding
0: it was like 13 yeah, was... minutes
1: yeah i did notice that as well uh, yeah the entrances the video package took a bit of time but uh you know what kick off the show with a bang the hell in a cell i quit match the first i quit match in over five years they say uh and,
0: and i was... and i didn't care enough to do the research to uh prove that so i'm just gonna believe them <laughs> yeah i just
1: believe them as well <laughs> uh but once again, we just get some great storytelling here. Uh, the one benefit of the the empty crowds, just how much we can hear them talk back and forth. And just uh, The family, the betrayals, being a chief, all that stuff. <laughs> all, uh, all that normal stuff, <laughs> chief, uh, betrayals, of course,
0: uh, <clears throat> you know, probably n- n- not going to be a technical showdown. This is the story they're telling us.
1: Yeah, and one little thing I loved, Reigns. His uh, his little gauntlet glove was now gold.
0: Yeah, what's the deal it's with that? Nice. I would. cool. Th- th- was this the first time this was like that?
1: I think it was first. I think okay. I've I've only just seen black.
0: Okay, I, I also uh, noticed this, uh, and was it wasn't sure if it was something that I missed from previous weeks or. Um, no,
1: this looked new to me. It still has um, his
0: uh, Superman punch logo on it, you know, with little. Oh like, yeah, same.
1: It's the same little thing, just gold now. He's a champ. It's
0: gold. As if, as if like he got it mixed in the wash with the whites, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh shit, I still got to wear it. <laughs> all the colored. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what had. they had the whole black versus white. J-O's who was wearing all white. They mm-hmm. did that theme.
0: Yeah. Um, two guys in pants. Yeah. Two two Samoans with pants and tattoos. Like yeah, that's gonna be difficult pants. to <laughs> figure out
1: uh but yeah they're just slugging it out um uh, you know the only use of the actual cell itself they're just kind of throwing each other into the walls doing some suicide dives that kind of stuff uh reigns hits a bunch of spears but he can't pin jay he's got to quit so uh you know jay fights back he hits his super kicks he hits a couple of his big uso splashes but Roman's not quitting either um uh, and Jay, he was swearing up a storm in this match there was Oh a
0: lot. yeah, there were <laughs> I now, I, I, now I didn't watch it live did, you, did it get those live or was there still Kind of yeah. like that little tape delay
1: No, most of them were There was a couple where like, they were a second late You still hear the swear and then it would go like Blank after but,
0: Yeah, I think there was one <laughs> where you started hearing like The motherfucker And then like, yeah. <laughs> he didn't quite finish the, name, the word fucker He just got to stop it Yeah,
1: so he was fired up uh, And that's when we get the, the giant leather strap Gets pulled out from under the ring. And he just starts beating the shit out of Roman with it. But then Reigns spears him. Gives him a whipping with it. Uh, and then he ties one end of the strap to Jay. And puts the other around his hand. So we got an impromptu strap match uh, all of a and sudden. And
0: then so I, I, I was like, hell <laughs> yeah. Let's go straps. Oh, yeah. Let's strap Why it Why
1: not? Now we got a strap, sell, quit match. Uh,
0: <laughs> the most. Ooh. I wonder what the most <laughs> stipulationed match ever is.
1: Yeah, you know, how many if they, can they you could stack? get
0: that third stip.
1: I'm sure they could. Uh, so Uso's trying to choke him out with the leather and uh yeah, at one point uh Reigns like wedges Uso's head against the ring post, puts the steel steps against them, hits this big running drive-by drop kick, fucking his head up. Jay's out. Jay's completely out. He can't even quit. So at this point, the ref's ready to ring the bell and just call the match. But Reigns grabs the ref, just tosses him away. So then Adam Pearce and all the other guys come running in, they flood the ring and Reigns just grabs the stairs. He's ready to destroy Jay when uh, Jimmy comes running in. His brother dives on top of Uso and uh, yeah, just yells at Reigns. like, what you doing, man? This is Josh. So he's giving the real name. Real,
0: now. Some real names. What, what's, uh, what's Roman's <laughs> Joe, I think is his real Joe, name. Joe, yeah.
1: yeah. And I think Jimmy is probably another Jay one, too.
0: I think they said, like, Jason.
1: Yeah, Josh and Jason. Josh so and we...
0: Jason are the, yeah, they're actual names.
1: Yeah. So he's getting real. He's like, "Come on, man. You know who we are. Whatever you're going through, whatever's going on, we can fix this." So Jimmy's getting all emotional, and this made Roman real emotional. He just breaks down, he, he falls full tears. Like full tears, lips trembling. There's no faking this. I, he just uh, falls Roman to the ground. Roman went to crying classes over the he pandemic. He went to a deep place to get Ro- these tears. D- <laughs> I think when Roman he brought out some pain, he brought out some real pain over the past
0: few months when Roman hasn't been wrestling, I think all he's been doing is working out and learning <laughs> how to act.
1: Yeah. Cause this was, this was an amazing display of emotion. He's yeah. He's crying. He says, I'm sorry. I I don't even know who I am anymore. So Jimmy offers his hand out to Roman. He takes it embraces, but then he pulls a man locks in that guillotine. Uh, so Jimmy's in trouble. And this is when Jay starts to come to, He sees his brother trapped by Reigns, so he tells the ref, I quit, to make Roman stop. And that's the finish. Reigns retains the title.
0: Mike, I am a, I'm a pillow hugger. If I'm like sitting on the couch by myself or something, I'll have a pillow in my arms. If I, oftentimes I have like three extra pillows on my bed. Oftentimes I'll wake up and I at least have my arm around one of the pillows. Um, and watching this one, I had the pillow around around my stomach as I do normally. And then when I feel the emotion the characters feel, that pillow starts to kind of like creep up and now I'm snugging it around my chest and it's kind of like half covering my mouth. <laughs> if you can kind of picture that um the last i think strap and onwards this holy shit holy shit this whole thing was sick um
1: this this is the emotions you you can't get in every match there was
0: there was a weird uh false finish there kind of in the middle where um yeah it was somewhere around the strap stuff jimmy had or sorry jay had uh roman like wrapped around the strap and was going to choke him out and then roman like goes limp yeah and then yeah, gets like, like a like a one last breath thing <laughs> yeah that was a that, uh. <laughs> that was a weird finish um also i got a i also didn't like and i saying i loved what those two were doing i hated this ref the whole time uh
1: was it the Asian ref
0: yes it was uh dark hair he's a little plumper.
1: just just so we can clarify not to not that that's the reason
0: yeah yeah oh of course (laughs) oh there's not many that that is a good uh that's a way to uh I don't know his name name, but I didn't like how involved vocally he was he was uh like you know after a big spear he would go down to Jey Uso and be like so Jay, do you quit you they just go gotta say it. Come on. Just we gotta say it. two Come words. I'm like, this yeah. is not your thing, bro. Like, yeah. wait. <laughs> dude, like, cause, Because because we know this is, and I think this match ended up lasting just shy of 30 minutes. And 10 minutes into this match, this guy's getting in Jey Uso's ear, asking me if he's gonna quit. I'm like, he's obviously gonna say fucking no. So, you know, like, what you're doing is not helping right now.
1: Yeah, well, that's fair, and uh, I think, you know, if that ref's listening, he can hopefully take that criticism uh, and use it. Oh, yeah,
0: and then as soon as Adam Pearce came in and they were going to call off the match, I was, I almost got really mad. I was almost (laughs) like, no, get the fuck out of the ring, because now we've just changed what a cell means, because last, because, I mean, last year okay, you can get DQ'd. We didn't know that's what a hell in a cell sort of meant. And now this year, it's like, well, I oh. Think the
1: official, I think the official thing was ref stoppage last ref year.
0: Ref stoppage, sorry, but we all know. Um, we all know, And I then know. And then uh, this year, my next thought was, oh, so the cell is now suddenly not this impenetrable force. The cell is now suddenly that apparently officials, uh, backstage crew, anybody can just kind of get into and have an influence over the rest of it. I thought the cell was supposed to be this <laughs> Like you know closed off structure from the rest of the, for the the world
1: Yeah, I think it's just like medical reasons
0: Yeah, like, speaking of medical like reasons, I think that ref uh, may have got fucked up when uh, Roman threw him out of the ring uh, he took a
1: good bump. I'll give him that.
0: He was down he the took... whole time, and then even as at the at the end of the match, Roman walks up the ramp, and then I guess like the two elder statesmen of his family are there to,
1: yeah. uh, to put
0: a lay on him, of course. So now this means that he is the head of the family. He's that he's in he's there, the, the head official of the table.
1: chief, yeah. But the that elders. whole
0: time, this uh, and then Adam Pearce is helping up this uh, this ref afterwards, and I don't know. I think
1: <laughs> you think he might have been hurt. He that?
0: went over the top rope. <laughs> He did Yeah, he didn't. He took a
1: good bump. He took I mean, a good refs, bump. <coughs> refs aren't as, uh, you know, they get hurt easily. Yeah, yeah. They, fave. He might have just been selling really good.
0: Maybe. Yeah, maybe
1: just. Um, I didn't know. I noticed the bump, and from then on, I just stopped paying attention to him. Uh,
0: he was out of the match. But yeah, the Hell in a Cell I quit is uh was a thumbs up. You know, it's really funny to have a Hell in a Cell match that really didn't incorporate many Hell in a Cell. Uh, characteristics, right? Or something that we believe the cell to be used as. There no chairs. I mean, there there was a chair that was sort of set up that I wasn't really used. No tables. The strap came out. But all of those sort of very nefarious weapons uh, never even got touched.
1: No, and they still had a great match.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. This was fantastic.
1: Yeah, it's good. Save some of that other stuff for later. Uh, And they had the strap. That was their unique spot, so.
0: Yeah, I like Great that. Opener. Yeah, it was good stuff. It was good stuff.
1: Yes, the Universal Champion continues. Uh, then we have the in-between match because we've got to cool off a bit. So Elias versus Jeff Hardy. Elias sings a quick little song, and then, uh, yeah, the match itself wasn't really anything special. They fight for a bit. They go to the floor. Elias grabs his guitar, takes a swing at Jeff, but he ducks, picks up the guitar, smashes Elias with it. So DQ.
0: Yeah, I wonder uh <clears throat> Yeah, I guess yeah. I guess you know, this kind of feud keeps going by the way. Uh oh yeah, by the way, Elias Universal Truth, it's out there on um it's on out. at least Apple
1: Music, Sh- shooting its way up the chart. I think it's number 1 now. <laughs>
0: I think it is number 1. Uh sit down uh that Fleetwood Mac song that everyone longboards to because there is a new rock song at the top of the charts. Um Yeah. Amen. In in a in a in a week where or in a time <sighs> So we do have we had one women's match on this on this card Yes, right. I sometimes wonder um, because of course I think on the Monday night raw And anytime there's like a anytime there's an opportunity for a qualifying match, you know They'll always put on raw somewhere in the the B block or something like that. You know that second hour um, Mike I don't know has it ever happened where sort of these quick seven-minute cooldown matches can actually be something that you know something like a qualifying match is that is that crazy
1: no it's not crazy it could happen yeah. i mean we have uh they have kind of done yeah like number one contender matches but they don't seem to do them too much on pay-per-views these days yeah
0: save that for the uh save that for the tv ratings i guess
1: yeah i don't know yeah the match <laughs> really meant nothing but uh the next one we got something on the line here is otis defending his money in the bank contract against the Miz. And uh, yeah, we got Morrison on the outside causing shit. Tucker's there, supposedly to help Otis. Uh, But yeah, at one point, Morrison grabs the briefcase. He's ready to smack Otis in the face. But then the ref catches him, ejects him from ringside. So Otis drags Miz into the ring. But then uh, Miz kicks Otis into the ropes, where Tucker nails Otis in the head with the briefcase. Allowing Miz to follow up with the pin gets the three wins the money in the bank contract, so Tucker has turned heel.
0: Ah, Tucky. You can't call him Tucky anymore. That name's too endearing.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, turned on his brother. Miz wins the case though, which I think we agreed was probably the better option for now. Uh,
0: it, yeah, I believe. I I, I got to say, if if the uh, if the Covetude era affected you know one particular star, it would have to be Otis. I think Otis was you know he broke out last year he was going to be the dude this year because the live fans dictated it
1: yeah they you know, loved him the thing with mandy was the, picking up a lot him and team. mandy were
0: so over uh yeah. the caterpillar gimmick was over just his like funny nature was over right but without those live reactions um yeah he, he's he's just not over uh however breaking up heavy machinery like that's a mistake
1: yeah i mean there's no i mean now that otis has that doesn't have the contract like what the hell is he gonna do
0: i wonder um maybe at the uh, shooties we uh, could have like an in memoriam and they're for <laughs> all the uh tag teams that were broken up you know of course the iconics heavy machinery uh you know uh broken up before their
1: time yeah the list <laughs> is growing um
0: yeah, I'm gonna write that down. I do I'm gonna write that down. We're having an in yes. memoriam section.
1: <laughs> uh but yeah, I like the I like the decision. Ms. Money in the Bank. Uh yeah. Otis becomes only the second man in history to lose his briefcase.
0: Who's the first who's the first?
1: Mr. Kennedy.
0: Mr. Kennedy.
1: Yeah. Uh but moving on here, we got the next big match of the night. The Hell in a Cell for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey defending against Sasha Banks, um, and they followed the theme of the first match. Sasha's wearing all white; Bailey's wearing all dark. Yeah, it's, so it almost who's... it
0: almost looks like new a, new a new cut of ring gear for Bailey too.
1: Oh yeah, they they usually debut a nice new gear for a big pay per view, mm-hmm. uh, and Bailey comes out. She's got a chair with her in hand with a little spray paint on it. Um, and right off the bat, I like the timing of the very first spot when the cell's lowering and then Sasha just runs and drop kicks the chair out of Bailey's hand and just slides under the ropes outside the cage just as it finishes lowering. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now we're in it, baby. <laughs> now we're in it. Uh, so, yeah, they're just right off the bat. They're just brawling heavy, stiff strikes, slamming each other into the cage wall. Uh, they bring out the table, which uh, Sasha slams it into Bailey's stomach and then she Gets a running start, runs up the slanted table, hits a big meteor into Bailey, into the cage wall. Uh she hits a bunch of nice meteors throughout the match.
0: Yeah, that's uh <laughs> yeah, that's her is that is that I think she did this
1: <laughs> she did last Hell Kentucky. in a Cell match. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe not the exact same run up this the table. Or thing, or but
0: yeah, but like the similar, yeah, she's running off stuff into yeah, stuff, she's, using jumping, she's diving her knees. She's
1: flying those knees everywhere. Um Yeah, one point's They, uh, they get out the kendo sticks and they start making this contraption by, they set up the kendo sticks horizontally between the cage and the steel steps. And then Sasha just gets like tripped, smashes through head first, that neck smacking, breaking the kendo sticks, uh,
0: yeah, I think at one point yeah. Bailey taped kendo sticks together. I think did that. Did that happen? Uh,
1: that happened. Yeah, a bit later. A bit later,
0: so <laughs> she gets duct tape.
1: She didn't really. Yeah, nothing really came of it. She gets out this duct tape and just so takes she these gets two out the duct tape.
0: And we've all, we've all, Mike, you, me, listeners at home, we've all had to start a new roll of tape, <laughs> and we all yeah. know what it's like to kind of first you gotta you gotta kind of like spin the tape around. You gotta find where you know you kind of gotta look into the light so you can see where it starts. And now the tricky part comes in. It's actually getting the tape off. Yeah. Uh, and she's
1: sweaty. She's mid-match. <laughs> she, oh,
0: she's, uh, she's sweating. She's wet. She, she's yeah. trying to... She just can't... She's trying to use her teeth. She, she can't... She even asked
1: the ref for help.
0: <laughs> she's like, hey, <laughs> help me with this. Well, <laughs> at one point, we have, a, we have a rule at work, or just kind of... Not even... Just kind of like a rule of thumb at work with gaff tape, where uh, after you finish it, you just kind of roll, uh, you know, uh, two centimeters of the roll. you just kind of you know bloop. that way it's just a, it's a little tacky thing for you to grab onto uh mm-hmm. for the next person pulling uh just a little production note for the uh for the wwe <laughs>
1: uh yeah so then we we get back into the ring here uh we get some chairs brought out bailey just sets up one of the chairs uh into the corner there and then she hits like a big running sunset bomb or sasha just goes flying backwards slams her head into the chair Uh, gets a big near fall for Bailey. Uh, she hits her big elbow drop as well for another one, but then Sasha gets Bailey in the bank statement. But uh, Bailey just kind of crawls to the edge under the apron, gets Sasha all tangled up, and then she slams Sasha against the metal frame of the under part of the ring, which I've never seen before. I just kind
0: of, yeah, I didn't know that uh part existed in ring, uh, in in the ring construction.
1: Deal, uh. But then, yeah, she does her whole duct tape thing we went over. And as she's doing that, that gives Sasha time to grab a fire extinguisher. So she sprays Bailey in the face with that. And then Sasha just starts running wild. Hits a big frog splash. Um, but then midair, Bailey just kind of gets a chair up. So she lands on the chair. And then Bailey grabs a ladder. And she sets that up across two chairs to make a little ladder table. Um, and then she pulls out a can of spray paint. Sprays a little X across... Sasha so she knows where to hit and then she climbs up to the top uh, for an elbow drop with a chair but Sasha avoids and then what she hits the Bailey to belly onto Sa- onto. she hits Bailey's belly to belly onto mm-hmm. Bailey onto the ladder uh, so she almost beats her with that but then Bailey kicks out hits her own Bailey to belly Sasha kicks out of that so then Bailey goes for one more Bailey to belly while holding the chair for extra damage but Sasha counters it into the bank statement Wraps the chair around Bailey's Bailey's neck, and while she's got that applied, she's just stomping the shit on the chair with her foot, and forces Bailey to tap out. The boss wins. New champion.
0: The boss wins. Brand new uh, champion. Yeah, great way to use the weapon. Just like we said with the you know the the Roman J match, didn't didn't use the cell uh, as you would think it would be used. But these guys, there were chairs, ladders, sticks tape yeah they used it a bit there was sasha
1: she was climbing the wall like a spider a couple times
0: <laughs> climbing the wall like a spider a couple times um mike you would probably be a better one to uh you would definitely be a better one ha- ha- has a woman ever made it to the top
1: to the roof yeah uh i don't think so okay. Not yet. they've only been three women's cell matches
0: Okay, so it's okay, so we're just kind of like over 3 instead of 04. Yeah, for 0
1: but 1. eventually.
0: Eventually uh, somebody eventually a woman has to jump off the top of the cell. I think that's the only play. I'm not saying it has to be next year. I'm not saying it has to be the year after that. I'm saying it, yeah. in 10 years from now, Rhea Ripley needs to jump off the top of that cell.
1: Rhea Ripley, I I think I could she's see, the only one that uh, could
0: physically handle it.
1: I think Shotzi Blackheart's crazy enough to do it.
0: Oh and Shotzi Blackheart is crazy enough. See, you can't you can't have Casey Catanzaro jumping off the top of that cell. No.
1: She wouldn't even break the table. She wouldn't
0: even break the table. You need <laughs> yeah. you need you, we need like a person-sized person.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh but this this was a great match. Uh I loved it. Not quite the five-star that their Brooklyn takeover match was, but still fantastic.
0: It's crazy that um it's crazy to think that these two have had many classic encounters over the years, and they will continue to have more classic encounters
1: oh, over yeah. the their years. Their careers are still still young. You know,
0: like this is uh, uh, their careers are still young, and this this match, th- th- these are clips that will be in their Hall of Fame package one day.
1: Yeah, you know, and Sasha with this win becomes the second ever women's Grand Slam champion.
0: Who is the first? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah.
1: I, I did know that do you know who's not
0: well yeah because because <laughs> the, the, no but that but that's more of like uh that's more of like a braun and nicholas thing you know like braun wouldn't be tag champ if it wasn't for that little fucking kid no, charlotte's uh, not gonna go off and just pick some stranger out of the audience you know and why would she want a team with that it was charlotte raya though Charlotte, Rhea Charlotte Ripley
1: or Charlotte, Becky, they could both Charlotte, Becky, they could
0: come back. Charlotte, Rhonda, uh, whoever it is, she's going to get that belt one day for sure.
1: <laughs> She'll get it. Eventually. She'll get it eventually.
0: eventually. What do you think? Come on.
1: Mike. Uh, and then we have an impromptu match earlier in the night. Retribution laid out a challenge to the Hurt Business. And I think they're just like, you can pick Who? Yeah, so the, kind like, of the
0: Hurt Business was allowed to pick who they wanted to fight, so of course, the biggest guy from the Hurt Business selects the smallest guy from Retribution.
1: Yeah, so Bobby Lashley takes on Slapjack, and he's like, you know, I'm, I'm a nice guy, I'll even put the U.S. title on the line, because he knows Slapjack's got no chance. Um uh, and that's pretty much what happened. Slapjack gets a couple moves in. Uh, it looks like he has trouble seeing out of that mask, though.
0: It also... He was I was adjusting it a lot. I got that vibe, too. Yeah. I was just thinking, you know, especially with between this and The Fiend, uh, WWE mask technology is pr- on another level.
1: I mean, it, it should be, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How, this one's weird. It's like half hockey mask, half... I don't know. Well, I yeah, do know what to call
0: it. It's kind of like that... Who is it? That Jacques Plant max mask? Mask, you yeah. know, the one where it has yeah, the like all of his stitches masks.
1: on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, anyways, Lashley just applies the hurt lock. Slapjack taps out. So, once again, Retribution loses, but uh, they swarm the ring after. And then Herp is just come out and scare them off. So, once again, Retribution just looks like bums once again.
0: Once again, you know, get out the shovels because it's burying season, baby.
1: Baby, indeed. Uh, but let's go right into. The main event of the night, our third Hell in a Cell match here. Drew McIntyre defending that WWE title against Randall Keith Orton. Uh, But during Drew's entrance, he comes out first. We get a very rare sight as the newly found master of disguise, Randy Orton, was dressed up as a cameraman and he attacks Drew mid-entrance. So for the first chunk of the match, we see Randy wrestling with pants on.
0: Uh, Dude, I thought to (laughs) myself... This is what I want. I want Randy <laughs> in pants.
1: I know we've we've talked many times on the show about Randy's uh, wardrobe <laughs> and mean, lack. of I mean, basically, he's just trunks and hoodie. And That's I mean, all he he's is. been, a, been a, what, a a
0: sixteen seventeen year veteran of the WWE, and he's never worn pants. Come on, this is this is the heel turn. <laughs> Wear some pants, uh, but they're tearaways. We know those things aren't staying on too long.
1: Oh yeah, later on, like halfway through the match, he rips them off, but. You know, we got to start. They start out slow. They're brawling around. They're throwing each other into the cage. Uh, We get some chair play, some steel step action. Uh, Eventually, Randy grabs a pair of bolt cutters from under the ring. He cuts off the chain, keeping them locked in, uh, opens the cell door, and he's ready to just walk away, call it a night. But uh, Drew goes after him. So Randy decides to climb up to the roof of the cell, and then Drew climbs up after him. So they're both now on the roof there fighting around we get some cool shots i think they had a drone camera flying around
0: yeah there's a that's a big boy on top of the cell they ran into this you could kind of see like camera wise where the jumbotron wasn't as high up as it probably is in uh you know in like, a full, like, yeah like an nhl nba arena so there was like yeah, this very you could kind see of the
1: speakers and stuff there was down. this like short
0: sliver where you could you could definitely see everything that was going on it just wasn't yeah. like the ideal camera position that sells too fucking no. tall
1: It's a big-ass cell. Is it bigger uh, than it
0: used to be? It's 100% bigger than it used to be. Bigger
1: than when it debuted,
0: yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: I think it went from like 16 feet to 20 feet or something. Jesus Christ. But uh, either way, uh, yeah, they're fighting up there. I think Randy had a red steel pipe he stashed that was just up there. So (laughs) they fight a bit. They're fighting on the roof. Uh, But then Randy starts to climb down the other side near the announce tables. So he's about halfway down. Drew comes down. They're trying to knock each other off. When Orton is able to knock Drew's grip off, so Drew falls off the side of the cage, crashes through the announce table onto the floor. Um, And I think he was bleeding from the mouth afterwards.
0: Yeah, he got some blood. He got some blood, for sure.
1: Yeah, you know, it was a good bump. Not the biggest bump, but he fell halfway down, so thats you'll still give him credit. Uh, But they get back in the ring. Drew hits a Claymore, but then Orton is able to roll out, so he doesn't get pinned. Uh, So Drew tosses him back in, goes for another Claymore, but then Orton ducks it, hits an RKO, and pins him for the three. So we got a new champion for the 14th time, Randy Orton. 14-time champion. Holy shit.
0: What's Cena at? Cena's 15?
1: 16. Cena tied Ric Flair.
0: Cena's 16. Okay, so. Mm. Randman's getting there. You know what? The great thing about having these three Hell in a Cell matches uh, on Sunday is that, yeah, they were all completely different.
1: Yeah, they all managed to, yeah, like even the weapons they used, they kind of, you know, one had bolt cutters, one had a leather strap, the other one had the sticks in the chair. And
0: this one, you know, that sort of like very methodical. These are two big guys going at it. The classic through the table spot outside the cage. Uh, Somebody had, yeah, like somebody had to go up top.
1: Yeah, they went up top, you know, obviously not everyone. I mean, you're not going to jump off like Mick Foley or Shane O'Mac. Not everyone's doing that any little bump off the side we'll take it we appreciate it I would have
0: maybe swapped this for the Roman match in terms of you know have the WWE championship open up and maybe the Roman end uh just you know kind of emotional ties towards the matches uh yeah. But still, I also yeah,
1: could have put Sasha on the end, you know, just being...
0: or or or, Sa- or Sasha and uh, <laughs> or Sasha and Bailey, exactly, yeah. I d-
1: any of them, any of them, they were all they were all pretty good. Yeah,
0: like I don't want to say that it was the weakest because this was still a very good match. But yeah, I maybe would have switched it around. I, mean, I was just on, I was just on the edge of my seat for yeah. that whole Roman. I'll match. say
1: it, it was the weakest of the three. But hot, it was
0: hot pretty... take, hot take. <laughs>
1: but it was still good. It was still good. Uh, you know, it was it was all like uh, from Drew and Orton. It was what I expected. They're not going to do super crazy. Uh, But, yeah, they had a nice little bump. 14-time champion Randy Orton. Uh, I was partially, you know, depending on how the match ended, I was also in the back of my mind thinking Miz could come out here. But that did not happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. would it actually? He's he's on, no, he's on SmackDown, is he not?
1: No, he got traded, he got drafted to Raw. Oh, fuck. Uh, So, yeah, that's in the back of the mind. So, hopefully, Orton now can just feud with someone else
0: yeah we'll see well i mean of course now we have survivor series build to get to because that's probably at a time tbd
1: end of the month november, november. 25th ish type thing yeah okay uh but that was the hell in a cell for the year yeah
0: that was fantastic
1: so, yeah you know it was a three match show uh yeah, it really was which i mean that's and the money in the bank switch but that's all you need. that's all you need
0: that's all you need well, uh, let's just keep the show rocking, right? Because we end on the WWE champ. Well, we ended the pay-per-view with the WWE Championship uh, uh, switching hands. Of course, that is a title which is Raw exclusive. So let's just uh, hop on over to Monday Night Raw. Let's
2: get Raw! <laughs> let's get Raw! Monday.
0: We get our quick little Hell in a Cell recap. Uh, I think Drew McIntyre comes out first, just lets us know, like, hey, I lost to Randy Orton.
1: Yeah, no excuses. Uh, but then he quotes Rocky. and
0: <laughs> that, that probably you know. got your heartstrings
1: pulling. <laughs> yeah, I was ready. I was ready. Uh, but then he gets interrupted by the new Mr. Money in the Bank, The Miz. He just mocks Drew and talks about winning the case. And uh, Drew's heard enough. He hits him with a headbutt, beats him around a bit. They scamper off. And then we find out that tonight we're going to begin qualifying matches to determine the Raw men's team for Survivor Series. Uh, And there's no NXT involvement this year, just Raw versus SmackDown.
0: I did also hear about that, I think, in the efforts of sort of limiting contact between people.
1: Yeah, now that they are at two different venues and stuff. I guess that makes sense. Two
0: different groups, exactly. One breakout happens. Next thing we know, it's the entire thing uh yeah. that would break out
1: um yeah. So, yeah so uh yeah we'll build to that which is fine uh, we have
0: our we have war games to worry about
1: yeah hopefully uh but we start off with one of those qualifier matches aj styles takes on jeff hardy and we got big jordan out there again uh yeah i think at one point hardy dives to the floor and jordan just catches him midair and he just looks at hardy was like <laughs> so, is that it uh, so he throws him back in the ring. Uh, they go. AJ and Jeff have a pretty good little back and forth here, but uh, that looming presence of Jordan is just a distraction for Hardy. is AJ slams him into the ring post, hits a phenomenal forearm, gets the win. So AJ has earned the first spot on Team Raw.
0: Uh, you know, a, a, a pay per view uh, that he's familiar with.
1: Yeah, potential captain of Team Raw. And I
0: mean, I if say. you need a, a a great wrestler, it's it's fucking AJ Styles. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell
1: yeah. Uh, then I think right after Elias shows up and smashes Hardy with a guitar.
0: Big ol' smash. So that yeah. that's going to keep, uh, that's certainly going to keep rolling on.
1: It uh, looks like it. Uh, then Drew Gulak teams up with Akira Tozawa to take on Lucha House Party. where They're, they're still going with that name, even though Kaliso's gone. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Uh, eventually, Mid Truth comes running out. Everyone just starts attacking Truth. Trying to pin him for the title. But eventually, Lindsay Dorado uh, hits Gulak, beats him. Because they're still in a tag match after all. But then they just chase Truth away anyways. God, this is getting old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's enough to say about that. Uh, because we have a new episode of Firefly Funhouse. Where all the puppets they are gathered around. They There's a table. There's a bunch of baked goods. Uh, Bray shows up. He's got a Mad Hatter outfit on. And then the special guest, Alexa Bliss, arrives. She's got a pot of tea. You know, she pours some for Ramblin' Rabbit. He drinks it. But then she reveals a secret ingredient, arsenic. So he just kind of vomits, has a seizure, and dies once again.
0: Classic Ramblin' Rabbit. <laughs> Always dying.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, Bray says, we're all a little mad down here. But this is the place where you don't have to hide anymore. So you're safe. He comforts you. He heals you. He protects you. And there's only one thing you have to do. And then we zoom on on Bliss's face as the fiend hand reaches in, covers her eyes. And then when he pulls his hand away, she opens she opens her eyes, revealing that she's got this new evil white, white and red colored gaze. Looks really cool.
0: Yeah, they're they're both they're both buying into this.
1: Yeah. And then she just says, let him in. And then she snaps back to her bubbly self. The eyes return to normal. And she just says, fun's getting started, because later I get to have a fun chat with Randy Orton on a moment of bliss.
0: Yeah. uh, Refreshing. And yeah, at the same time, yeah, kind of refreshing the Fiend story. You know, uh, the Fiend on SmackDown was so dominating because he was always either the champion or about to be the champion. Uh, now he's moved over to Raw, you know, new place, but same shtick. You know, I mean, he has to go after that. He 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 needs to talk to Randy. He has to go after that Raw, um or that WWE Championship.
1: Yeah, and I like this, this you know, because they're 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 probably not going to put a mask on Alexa Bliss, but this changed eye color shit is cool. Yeah, it's kind of it like you they made her face, her.
0: you know, just with makeup and things, making it yeah. look more. She can have her alter ego. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so digging that. Uh, then backstage, Nia Jacks, Shayna Baszler approach Adam Pearce uh, because they're not doing qualifying matches for the women for Survivor Series. They're just gonna make a list. So
0: that makes sense. You know, it's <laughs> that—that's consistent with how I would por- perceive the booking to go.
1: Yeah, I mean, why not? Uh, mm-hmm. Then Elias is in the ring to perform a song from his hit new album, shooting up the charts. Universal truth. Then, universal truth at this point in the show it was number two but it, it surpassed hamilton for number one wow on Apple music.
0: <laughs> that musical that came out four years ago <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> wow um so keith lee interrupts him they have a match uh then it's a qualifier match lee versus elias elias gets some moves in he climbs up to the top rope when jeff hardy's music hits which distracts elias so lee tosses him down but then pops him back up for the spirit bomb gets a three count so Keith Lee's on Team Raw. But, uh, you know, so once again, they give him a win, but there's that caveat of just a little distraction. Couldn't even be clean against yeah, Elias. Yeah, he
0: couldn't even actually win against Elias. I know. I, I know. mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, Survivor Series last year was Keith Lee's uh, possibly best performance, you know, kind of on, that, on the large stage, you know, on a non-NXT yeah, stage. It's
1: coming out party.
0: So if maybe this can hopefully just be like that. Um, but he's still I mean, focused on Braun Strowman. Uh,
1: yeah, why? I
0: don't know, because that's what he <laughs> seemed to say to Charlie Caruso before the match. I do not know. Uh, it's two big men, so obviously the two big men are going to go at it, because who else are the two big men going to go at? Mm. You know? it's uh, I, I'm not saying I am not saying I like it. I'm just saying it's happening. <laughs> I
1: know, I know, I know. I, I don't think any of us like anything about Keith Leon. Raw so far.
0: Yeah, I wonder who, and I don't mean this to be rude. I actually just genuinely <laughs> wonder who are Braun Strowman's biggest fans. Be- well, I, I mean, I mean, if I'm, th- you know, because certainly he's been off NXT for so long that you know, if you're a fan of NXT guys, you're you, you 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 know, Braun Strowman's not really in your wheelhouse. And even if you 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 do watch the main roster, like I would think. All the other, perf- so many other performers would have much more of your attention. AJ Styles, The Fiend, Roman, Drew, Randy. Like who out there is sitting there like, yeah, I love, like Braun Strowman's my favorite.
1: Oh, I think uh, Vince McMahon might be one of those.
0: Short of Vince, <laughs> Vince McMahon. <laughs>
1: well, that's, you know, other than that, it doesn't really matter.
0: Nah, that's a good point. I guess unfortunately, he- you know, is, it, are, are, is there really that many get these hands t-shirts being pushed? That <laughs> uh,
1: there was a little while where maybe. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Just maybe. curious. You know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know who out there is uh, stoked on Braun. That's all I got.
1: <laughs> no, I mean that's. I'm not gonna sit here and defend him. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, and I think at the very end, Jeff Hardy comes out and smashes the guitar over Elias. So they're just. They're just wrecking these instruments.
0: Yeah, I know. Oh my God. I wonder. Do they think uh, they have a deal with uh, P V or something? Or they're definitely buying like Squire guitars. They're not. Yeah, they're, they're not uh, smashing Fenders.
1: No. Uh, then the Hurt Business come out. They cut a promo on Etri- Retribution because we're getting an eight-man tag. So Hurt Business versus Retribution. Uh, poor Mia Yim, reckoning. She's got no woman to fight, so she just stands around on the outside. But yeah, oh. kind of like
0: what do you do with what do you do with that? Yeah.
1: Well, what they decided to do was, uh, so reckoning here, she jumps up on the apron in the middle of the match, and then she just starts freaking out, saying, get it off, as, as if she could see bugs on her skin, like uh, in the perfection. Did you ever see that movie?
0: I've never seen that one, no. Well,
1: that's okay. I won't spoil it. Okay. But, uh, so same idea. Mia's screaming. She's She thinks there's bugs going on or something. I don't know. The ref's like, Mia, what's up? MVP doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He's just watching. So Slapjack rolls him up from behind and gets a three count, eliminating MVP. So Reckoning's just still flailing around. Uh, she looks like she's possessed. But then during the commercial break, she just gets up, brushes it off, takes a bow. So good acting on her part. And then the ref just, the ref says, fuck that. He ejects her.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I'm I I'm saying there. I'm going like, wait, was this a distraction or are you trying to plant a seed for something further? Uh, I mean, it worked. Yeah, just yeah. Either way, I guess it worked. But yeah, how do we get the woman <laughs> to not have extreme. to wrestle? Have the ref kick her out for a seemingly arbitrary reason?
1: Well, she, you know, she was in the ring. Okay, shouldn't have been in the ring. But anyways, Lashley and Slapjack they go back and forth until Lashley hits a big spear, gets the three, so he's gone. Then T-Bar comes in, brawls with Lashley. Uh, yeah, Lashley and T-Bar they fight outside the ring into the crowd. As the ref counts, reaches a 10, so double count out. They're both gone. So now it's two versus two, Cedric and Shelton. Uh, they hit a big combo of moves, ending with the pay dirt. So Shelton eliminates Mace. So now Mustafa leads all on his own. But he doesn't like the odds, so he decides to just grab a chair, nail Cedric, cause the DQ, and ending a match. And uh, another loss for Retribution.
0: Yeah, they just keep piling up.
1: Yeah, it's really, uh, really not going well for them.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, whose idea was this uh, to have the only two factions in the company on the same show? Because then just like logically, they have to fight each other. There's no other large faction on SmackDown. Not right now, no. We just had the draft. You would think by separating these two factions, it would then create or it would then make their eventual meetup to be that much more important.
1: Yeah, I mean, even this match itself, they could have saved it for Survivor Series, but they obviously don't care enough. Retribution might be around by then.
0: Yeah, I wonder just what the deal, just kind of what the deal is. Who's, why, why these sort of things are. There
1: is no deal.
0: There has to be a deal, though.
1: There's no deal.
0: (laughs) There's no deal. Howie Howie Mandel, Uh, (laughs) sit, go back home there's definitely no know. deal
1: i mean there's no plan for retribution that i can think of at this point no
0: plan you know? they were given a stud in D- dominic dijakovic and then of course mustafa ali following
1: yeah we are excited like okay they got a leader they got some direction but nothing
0: but happening. then as soon as they were just put against the hurt business yeah it's they could have been yeah. put against anybody and they chose to put them against another or like the better of the factions
1: yeah, the one that's been picking up steam all summer the long. The one that's actually been doing stuff, yeah. Yeah, so, ah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where we go with that. Who knows? <laughs> uh, But Drew McIntyre takes on The Miz, and then Drew just dominates him, hits a claymore for the easy win. So, letting people know, hey, I'm still good.
0: And the come-up of Drew, like, Drew as the face non-title holder was also fantastic. Everything from the Rumble to Mania, him working to get that title uh was half the fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. seeing Unfortunately, c- seeing babyface Drew beat, you know, and kind of climb his way to the top and having him against the Miz and Morrison is a very clear uh face heel thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it works. Um uh... Yeah, I don't know what Drew is going to do if he's not in the title picture for a little bit. He needs something to chew on.
0: He needs need something to chew on. Uh, and i got to say, too, so does John Morrison. John Morrison is sort of, it seems as though he's become the Mrs. comedic sidekick. Where before, he was doing these badass, like, corkscrew flips off of the stairs. Yeah. Corkscrew yeah, I mean, suicidas could still- and shit like that. And now, uh, yeah, his in-ring... His in-ring... Uh, presence that's just like taking a step back
1: yeah no i wouldn't mind to see him used more yeah why, not? Own, but...
0: why not
1: why not Why uh we go backstage where the new day are dressed up as the street profits um <laughs> uh, and then yeah they just kind of cut a promo because they're gonna f- we're doing the whole champ versus champ thing again so new day gonna face street profits at survivor series oh, that gonna, that's gonna... gonna be fun yeah that'll be fun great styles Oscar's going to face Sasha, all the other ones, Mm -hmm. you know, Sami Zayn, Lashley, all that's going to happen. That's the
0: one I'm not looking forward to. I think out of all the current champ v champs, uh, just because didn't we get Lashley, Sami Zayn before for possibly the Intercontinental Championship?
1: Mm, I'm not sure. I I think this may have
0: been a match that we saw one or two times, you know, kind of like that, like a pre-show pay-per-view type thing very
1: possible yeah but i feel like they've been on separate brands at least the last year or two okay
0: maybe i could but. be wrong but um but yeah just
1: we'll see two very different i mean they might not even be champs by the way two very
0: right. different styles also right between those two guys where yeah, As- oscar sasha that blends perfectly uh the new day street profits
1: that blends yeah, two fun teams and yeah. uh, yeah. uh but then we go uh the wwe officials Adam Pierce, and I learned the name of his right-hand man, Pat Buck. Pat Buck. He's there, yeah. <laughs> He's there both out to uh, introduce us to the five women who will represent Team Raw at Survivor Series. So We start off with the women's tag champs, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler. Uh, then we get the other tag team, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke. And then rounding up the group, we are going to have a fifth member settled in a fatal four-way match. Hmm. So we bring out Lana, Lacey Evans, Peyton Royce, Nikki Cross, who's got a new theme song. Uh, and then, yeah, we just got right into that match. Short little match, but they work hard. Uh, eventually, there's a big triple suplex spot, triple suplex spot in the corner. Uh, but the fourth woman not involved in it, Lana, comes running in, takes advantage of the damage, and she covers Nikki for the three count. So she steals another big win for Lana. I'm enjoying this little push she's on.
0: The, the 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 up and down. It's like a roller coaster with Lana. Either she's uh, at the lowest of the lows or the highest of the highs. There's no <laughs> there's no just like on a trajectory.
1: Yeah, so she's made it onto Team Raw. She's happy. Mm-hmm. She goes over to celebrate. Uh, Nia Jax wants to embrace her because now that they're on a the team, she wants to give her a hug, welcome her to the team. But then, of course, she picks up Lana, slams her with a Samoan drop through the announce table for the sixth time. And I still love
0: it. So I I, I think I've determined this this either – there's one of two reasons why we're doing this. Either we're building sympathy for Lana for eventually a big payoff or Vince McMahon just finds it really funny. And I don't know. They're both kind of like 50-50. It's a flip of a coin. Either this is going to be a payoff or Vince thinks that putting – her his employee like or her, like his ex-employee's wife through a table every week he's like that's good that's good shit for him
1: i think uh maybe both
0: a mix of the two maybe okay a little bit of column a. We could,
1: uh, yeah eventually we can have a big moment lana hits an angle slam onto naya through a table everyone goes nuts
0: now puts naya now that's table. a that's a huge ask <laughs>
1: Well, Naya just has to jump.
0: That requires uh, a lot of athletics from both sides here. Not, two performers <laughs> I mean, yeah, not an really known
1: for their athleticism. Not a power bomb, an angle an slam. An angle
0: slam is, is like the easiest of the...
1: Yeah, Naya just has to jump, which I know that's asking a lot. I,
0: again, asking a lot.
1: <laughs> just jump like a foot, and then the, your weight will do the rest. It'll break the table. Maybe, Maybe you'll be a trick
0: good. table that's, you know, normally the tables are kind of like waist high. This one's kind of like calf high, or like knee high.
1: Like little... <laughs> I guess they could just do a splash like lay Lana down oh, yeah. or lay Nia down
0: oh, that's, uh, that'd be uh, yeah, a lot of padding so right, right yeah.
1: down. <laughs> anyways uh, our final qualifier of the night we got Matt Riddle taking on Sheamus they just have a good, good old physical bruiser match uh, Riddle hits a big exploder suplex off the top rope for a near fall and then he tries to hit the floating bro but Sheamus gets the knees up Targets the back of Riddle and then eventually hits a brogue kick to get the win and a spot on Team Raw
0: and a spot on Team Raw. Um, I think my, my big my takeaway from this match was there were way too many fake chants and crowd noise pumped in on this one.
1: <laughs> I didn't really. I pay think too that much this attention.
0: was the one where uh, maybe maybe you know fucking Tom Phillips shut up for a second and then I could just hear it.
1: But yeah.
0: uh, <laughs> I, either way, um, yeah, Sheamus joins Keith Lee and AJ Styles so, so far.
1: So far, uh, Matt Riddle, you know, kind of, he's not quite as bad as Keith Lee territory, but, you know, his booking hasn't been that. He hasn't really done anything since being on the Has not been
0: the best. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. We, yeah,
1: we... he's just kind of floating, bro. <laughs> as we say. Uh, but the final segment for the night, we've got Alexa Bliss in the ring for a moment of bliss, which looks great in the Thunderdome with all the screens just... Lighting up the nice little city backdrop. Mm -hmm. But uh, and Bliss as well had some new music. It was kind of like a remix of her theme with.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. I I heard that too. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) So uh, anyway, she's in the ring. She's all bubbly. She's happy. She's got her cute little overalls on. And uh, she introduces 14 time world champion Randy Orton, who comes out. But uh, right away, he's looking over his shoulder. He's suspicious. So Alexa's like, take a seat. I won't bite. And he's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'll just stand. But uh, So they talk about the performance last night. And, uh, you know, Orton says, I'm not surprised, but uh, you have a surprise for me. And she says, no, no surprises. You and Drew burned the house down last night. Which is, of course, referencing when uh, Randy burned down the Wyatt house, the resting place of Sister Abigail. <laughs> so uh, there it is, Randy says. I know Bray Wyatt better than anyone. I know he's close. So where is the fiend? Bliss just smiles and laughs. But then Drew McIntyre's music hits. He comes out, beats up Orton, uh, tosses around the set. So uh, Bliss just kind of sits and watches from the ring, from the turnbuckle. And then Drew lines up. He's ready to hit the claymore when the lights shut down. They come back on. Bliss is gone. Drew's still in the ring, but uh, Randy's now walking up the ramp. But the Fiend appears behind him, so... Randy knows he's got no place to go so he takes his chances decides to slug it out with Drew. But then uh, the show just goes off the air with them the two of them just fighting on the announce table. Orton's pounding him and then we go off the air.
0: Man, I love this, this is now kind of the second week in a row where we <laughs> end raw just by fading to black.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the first time I think it was on purpose. This time I think they cut like a second or two too early. You think so? Because I saw on YouTube after like Right as it cuts, Drew grabs a pen and stamps Randy Orton in the face. Oh, shit. So that part didn't make TV. Oh,
0: so. uh, I bet. I bet I if mean, you, Unless
1: that was intentional. Maybe it was too hot for That's BB. a good
0: point. <laughs> I bet if we uh, checked out WWE social medias, we'd be able to uh, figure out the ending of the match because they love doing that, don't they?
1: <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, I do like that idea of just kind of the chaos going off air.
0: Yeah. It's just it's so crazy. It's just like, oh, we, oh, we got to stop.
1: Yeah, we gotta get out of here, folks. But uh yeah, that was it. That was your fallout. Uh, that was the pay-per-view, that was everything to do with the main roster.
0: That was a great first half of the show.
1: Indeed also. it was.
0: Mike, I think it's about time we take a break.
1: Take a break, because we're not done. We have another we got the Wednesday night. We have Wednesday Pretty night. We got the pay-per-view. havoc,
0: baby. So yeah. uh stick around and we'll be right back. <laughs> part two folks awesome wow that's all I had I just had the one word awesome <laughs> ladies and gentlemen due to time restraints uh we actually got to skip trivia this week
1: yes it'll be back of Don't course worry.
0: it'll be back with a vengeance you know but uh unfortunately I got I gotta get to work and I knew with, with if we started the podcast at like 10 a.m maybe but you know that's, yeah. that's that's pretty early for a Thursday morning
1: no, yeah, we you know trivia. We like to let it breathe. We have a lot of fun with that. Uh, we like to banter, so we, you know we we don't want to we don't want to rush
0: exactly. So. We don't want to feel like the show is rushed. So let's just jump straight to our Wednesday night, uh, our Wednesday night war, and I think we should start with the uh, Mike. I'm sure you can agree. Let's let's kick off with the more theatrical of the two this evening because over on NXT we have the Halloween. Havoc. NXT.
1: What does it mean? I don't know, but it's good so NXT, Watch and see. But to tap, but to count out. One, two, three, so oh yeah! First time in nearly 20 years. You know, we get a nice intro. Kind of shows you some of the some historical stuff. Some spooky theme going on. Uh, then we get a look at the arena. It's all decked out. We've got gravestones, spider webs, trees, the return of the giant inflatable pumpkin, uh custom ring aprons, all the spooky graphics, all that great stuff you could look you know. It was pretty nice. I liked it. Not quite as elaborate as the old WCW days, but still good. Felt like a mini paper.
0: So yeah, it was a WCW or I guess it was an NWA
1: was the first Yeah, back in eighty nine. Back in nineteen
0: eighty nine, uh I was just looking up it was a um the main event um was they called it a Thunderdome match, which I thought was kind of uh weird and ironic funny. It seems, judging by what I've sort of it was pretty much just a hell in a cell.
1: Yeah, they've had a couple other they've had like the Chamber of Horrors match, which was like an electrified cage, and they've had all these other gimmicks. Oh, that sounds badass. Uh yeah. Uh, they they had like an electric chair in the middle of one. Mm, that's but. cool. Anyways, so this was great. Good, good theme going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart's there. She's our host. She's standing on the the big platform that's there now, all decked out. Um, yeah, her first costume of the night. She's just some some sexy green zombie.
0: Yeah, this was this th- the costume changes on Shotzi Blackheart would put Gaga to shame oh hell yeah she was changing costumes so. every single time she came out yeah the first one was yeah kind of like zombie like zombie uh singlet <laughs>
1: yeah zombie singlet she had like the frankenstein bolts on with her head frankenstein
0: bolts uh, uh it was, it she, was, had
1: like a, she was shooting sparks off with this mini saw thing it
0: was pretty cool it was Whatever pretty cool was. but yeah. i guess she comes out to not only uh welcome us to the show but i think it's time to spin the wheel make the deal
1: yeah, we're just jumping right in. Uh, before we spin the wheel, I think Priest comes out. He gets a little extended version of his entrance there. Mm-hmm. He had some live guitar player rocking out.
0: It's cool when they have the uh, the live instruments there too. That's pretty cool. It was
1: cool, but I gotta say, this guy his uh, his tapping was not that hey, impressive. <laughs> Like, you know, I'm not saying I'm uh, an excellent tapper, but I think I could do it as
0: well. You know, I heard
1: I heard some planks and clanks. You heard some clinks
0: and clanks. Uh,
1: But anyways, Johnny Gargano makes his entrance and uh, the fucking heel. He slashes the big pumpkin right in the opening.
0: (sighs) What a dick. What What a dick.
1: Yeah. The thing deflates. It's ruined. Uh, Johnny, though, he had a cool Jack Skeleton look going on. His whole jacket.
0: Yeah, it looked you cool. Know. Yeah, he's always he's always got new. He's always theme. Yeah.
1: So this was Halloween themed though. But uh, the reason we're here, let's spin the wheel, make a deal. So it's time they got a full prop wheel. It's not just a video screen. This is a real wheel. Uh, Shotzi spins it, and it lands on Devil's Playground match, which means no DQ, no count out, falls count anywhere.
0: I guess is that street fight kind of.
1: Uh, I mean pretty much okay, yeah, there's yeah. A bunch.
0: Well you know We're just other names For things I'm waiting there's other Well names. you know how they say like, There's only like Seven kinds of stories You can tell Or whatever that is There has to be A new stip out there There can't, there can't only be Like five
1: different stips No there is There's, there's endless amounts That you can think of <laughs>
0: But but anyways, but uh, but yeah, for this one, we're getting the Devil's Playground match. No DQs, um, anything like this. And uh, yeah, the the two men, the match kicks off and the two men quickly go for weapons.
1: Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they quickly move outside the ring. We get the kendo sticks, but Priest got his stick to counter with. Uh, And then Priest throws Johnny into the now deflated pumpkin and he gets kind of all tangled up in there for a minute.
0: comically tangled up in it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, Then back in the ring, Priest hits his giant choke slam sit-out thing. I forget what he calls it. Gets a big near fall. Uh, Then Johnny hits a nice sliced bread onto Priest, onto the steel steps. And then they fight over to the graveyard part of the set. And uh, one of my favorite parts of the match, there's this coffin that's stood up and then Johnny opens the coffin and a skeleton pops out and it frightens him so he super kicks the skeleton back in
0: <laughs> like oh my god and then
1: he, <laughs> he doesn't he does his Randy Orton impression he's like stupid
0: stupid
2: thing stupid
1: <laughs> but that distracted him so then priest took advantage and uh, it was funny they go they fight backstage and then i don't know if you caught it but i could hear the director he was like 2 minutes 2 minutes we got to go 2 minutes oh no i didn't and, hear that i'll have to listen back yeah so and and by God, two minutes later we go to a commercial break. So uh, they fight through picture in picture. Uh, Johnny gets a crowbar. He starts hitting Priest with that. And then they fight their way over to the graveyard set, which has like yeah, just giant structures, stones. Uh, they climb up the stone, up to up to the platform where the wheel was. Uh, so they're smashing each other with garbage cans. Priest, he's ready to hit the reckoning. When Ghostface. The villain from Scream shows up and uh, he just nails Priest from behind with a pipe. So Johnny takes advantage, hits a tornado DDT off the wheel and then Faced hands Gargano a tombstone and he smashes his concrete tombstone over Priest, which sends him flying off the big structure, crashing through a tomb, a tomb, a tomb <laughs> from a tombstone to a tomb. He <laughs> crashes through that. He's a dusty mess on the ground. Johnny climbs down, covers him. Gets the three count, becoming the first ever two-time North American champion.
0: Johnny Galgano gets the help w- by Matthew Lillard.
1: <laughs> Who knew? Is, is that the name of the first Scream villain?
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's it's him. It's the two of them,
1: right? It's, well, David Arquette, right? No,
0: no, you're th- no. Is that the end of Scream one? No, the end of Scream one. It's uh, it's the boyfriend and then the best, the the sh- the dumbass best friend.
1: It's the two so, of them. So, it, but David Arquette's in it. Is he the, still a cop, just a clean cop, or is he not introduced till the second one?
0: No, he's in the first one. No, he's uh, he's just like a clean cop.
1: Okay, and then the second one's the twist where he's the villain.
0: No, I think you're getting it. You're <laughs> this also happened to me. This also happened to me like two weeks ago. What scary I, movie? I, I I got the end of Scream confused with Scary Movie, where I thought I c- it's kind. So in Scary Movie, the twist is it was David Arquette. The whole, or like the the quote unquote David Arquette character, yeah, yeah, Doofy, yeah. they call him. His no, name's yeah, Dewey yeah. in Scream. No, in Scream, it's the boyfriend of the girl whose mom dot whose mom got killed.
1: Okay, and his so David Arquette never does anything evil. No, 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 trove. no, he
0: doesn't do anything evil. So no, so it's yeah, it's Matthew Lillard, yeah. well, the guy I, who plays Shaggy in the in those Scooby Doo movies. Oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the other man's name is Skeet Ul Ulrich. Skeet who kind of look who's was like he looks like the discount Johnny Depp. You know who we're talking about here um, Either way though neither of those two perform neither neither of those two <laughs> actors in their 40s were here to help 33 uh, year old Johnny Gargano take down 39 year old I mean
1: priest <laughs> and what's the uh, I mean they just straight up used the Scream mask a lot. I mean, what's the can they just do that? Yeah, I
0: wonder what the it's uh, what the uh, yeah, copyright. I mean, is they, they didn't that. refer to
1: him as anything, they didn't mention the movie or anything. Yeah, they were just like, Oh, this ghost is showed yeah, up. Yeah, they're
0: not like rep. I do wonder what the copyright kind of issue is on that. You know, somebody's likeness. Uh, because this,
1: yeah, this was the this wasn't just like a look, this was the mask.
0: Yeah, this was <laughs> this was the scream mask.
1: Yeah, but anyways, we don't know who was under there. Hopefully, it wasn't Chompa because we've already seen that. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, Pat McAfee comes out next. He's got the new tag champs, Danny Burch, Ornay Lorcan with him. And they've kind of got all these for the brand logos. So I guess that's their kind of that's
0: uh, thing. that's his that's Pat McAfee's slogan, oh, like hey, on his, his podcasts name. and on his T-shirts oh, and stuff like that. OK. Yeah.
1: Well, it's part of his uh, wrestling thing now, too. He's got a theme song. He's got all this going on. Uh. And then Pat cuts a promo about his great in-ring debut he had back at TakeOver. And, you know, calls the fans a bunch of losers and stooges and insults the Undisputed Era. Talks about how he hired Ridge Holland to attack Adam Cole. And uh, then seeing the next week his leg fractured 700 pieces. So he had to adjust his plans. And he went with the guy who took out his guy, and Larkin. Because, why, you know, who better?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but then Kyle O'Reilly comes out to interrupt him, uh, followed by the return of Pete Dunn, who we haven't seen since March. Pete Dune. Uh, yeah, he was still the tag champ. He never lost it. Never lost. Yeah, him, uh, technically, you're right. Tim Thatchman. Uh, but anyways, he's got a chair with him. He gives one to Kyle O'Reilly, and they're ready to take on the brand. But then Dunn turns heel, nails Kyle in the back with a chair. So he's part of the McAfee brand. Or maybe he's just getting revenge because undisputed era has been pretty nasty in the past.
0: They've been some, they've been some nasty buggers.
1: Yeah, but anyways, for now he's with the brand, so uh, that's what I'm gonna call the group.
0: That's what we're calling Dunn. the group. They're the brand. Um, and uh, Pete Dunne came out, not necessarily resembling Pete Dunne. I
1: don't know if you uh, noticed how
0: fucking jacked
1: he is now. He I mean, has, yeah, he's always been pretty great shape
0: I, you know he, he he I mean he always had like a I don't want to say like a belly to him but he had like yeah. a shape of he's more cut a lot of yeah, those guys in NXT now. UK I think what Joe coffee is that they're all kind of like these big burly boys you know well, over there they got to drink a lot of beer exactly right? getting it. in those calories um, yeah but Pete Dunne uh, this version of Pete Dunne is slimmed down his biceps were looking huge and veiny clearly being a new father <laughs> has had some good influences over pete dunn uh who makes his way back to a brand yeah who hasn't seen him in months
1: yeah no i'm happy to see him here and uh i like mcafee building this power group around him Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool and yeah they are and
0: with you know and with war games on the horizon
1: Uh, you know Undisputed Era has to be and
0: now we have we have our first kind of (laughs) 4v4 whether or not we choose to add another team or however that works we now have the the Undisputed Era and the brand
1: yeah no that's uh, yeah some years they've done two teams some years they've done three teams we'll see but uh, yeah we gotta start working our way towards that Mm -hmm. Uh, then we go backstage Cameron Grimes he's all scared about his match with Loomis coming up so Regal just kind of has to guide him towards the parking lot where this white van pulls up and then (sighs)
0: that's a death Michael Hayes that's a death
1: sentence being led to the being led to the
0: parking lot that's a fucking death (laughs) sentence
1: but William Regal is such a gentleman That's a good point uh but anyways yeah so this van pulls up Michael Hayes comes out I think there was like a zombie in the front seat I don't know
0: zombie Hayes Cameron
1: zombie Hayes Cameron jumps in the van and it's gonna take him to the match and we'll get back to that okay but in between, there was a quick uh, Jake Atlas took on Santos Escobar. And then the cartel interfered to help Escobar. So he hits his legato, gets the win.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, more, um, you know, not really much cruiserweight action ever since that yeah, tournament. After been, that mm-hmm. tournament to crown the new champion, we sort of thought maybe this belt could be on the up. Uh, be put yeah, into a more meaningful been. spot. And Phantasma's great. Or, uh,
1: yeah, the Escobar. Escobar.
0: Sorry, Santos Escobar. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, we just need a little more exposure.
1: Yeah, exactly. We like them. We just want uh, more. Exactly. Uh, but then we do go to this haunted house of terror match here. Cameron Grimes taking on Dexter Loomis. Uh, and it's the uh, cinematic style. So Grimes, he arrives. The van drops him off at this spooky looking dilapidated house. Uh, Loomis was just kind of waiting in a tree as he walks inside follows him in so he's just creeping around this dark house spooky stuff is happening you know tricycle rides by on its own there's a referee standing in the corner like the blair witch style and he turns around looks all creepy little jump scare uh and then loomis just breaks down the door barges in starts beating up Grimes. so grimey runs away locks himself in the bathroom and he sees this woman showering behind the curtain so Grimes starts stripping down. He's ready to hop in with her, but then he, he pulls the curtain, and it's this creepy dead girl, like the Ring or the Grudge. What would you say?
0: Yeah, some kind of like, uh, ring esque zombie dead
1: thing. Yeah. I, I thought at first they were going for the Shining. You know, like when Jack walks into the that room. Oh yeah, two seventeen or whatever. The naked lady, like the naked, just like the naked body is there. Uh,
0: yeah, I thought it was more but of but like anyway. a psycho. I was waiting. For, I was waiting for the psycho payoff.
1: The psycho? Oh, yeah. Um, Well, then he'd have to be the one. Yeah, well, I I thought
0: it would be like a reverse psycho. Like, he goes into the shower, (laughs) then it turns out in the shower was Loomis waiting or something.
1: Yeah. Well, either way, Grimes freaks out. Loomis attacks him. More creepy faces just pop up. They're all, like, distorted. and uh, Grimes runs outside. He gets in the van. He tries to escape, but Loomis is in the front seat, so he just runs off down the road to be continued.
0: To be continued, but uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I like this thing. I like this thing, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's not as... Yeah, not nearly as bad as some of the other like that Wyatt one.
0: Cinematics, yeah.
1: Uh, Then we go to Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez. You know, these two have been beefing for a while and they got the most beef of anyone in the women's division, so... Beef. Lots of beef. The two big powerhouses of division here. Uh, Yeah, this was fun. You know, Raquel showing she can hang with an established star like Rhea Ripley, so... uh, yeah, Raquel looks really good here. She hit a powerbomb into the barricade, and she hits a nice overhead suplex off the top rope, big near fall. But uh, Rhea fights back, eventually hits the Riptide, and that gets her the win. So, But good showing from Raquel. I look forward to you know, uh, it. Rhea
0: Ripley's great at selling. I caught that in this match more than yeah. I think I've caught it in... Other matches,
1: uh, yeah, uh, just something. I, I remember see. the Charlotte match. She sold a lot. Sold a lot in on that one, yeah. She screamed. She'd be like, ah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it looks but cool, you know, with th- the blonde hair, the big eyes that pop out too. Just a lot of uh, a yeah. lot, lot of uh, emotion there.
1: Yeah, no, both these women are. I like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we go backstage where Drake Maverick is dressed up like Hulk Hogan, and then can you believe it? They recreate the infamous moment as the giant and the yeti yeti. they come up and they give drake the hug of death which uh yeah that happened on halloween havoc so many years ago
0: or just kind of looks like they're both humping him
1: yeah they're just like yeah and he's like dies from this death hump but uh (laughs)
0: yeah
1: fun little fun little call out for that infamous terrible angle yeah why not uh, why
0: not and we get to see drake maverick for a week
1: yeah, and why do they call him a Yeti when he clearly looks like a mummy?
0: A Yeti. I don't know. Ask Jr. He's the one that fucking said it.
1: Uh, and then the Shockmaster comes out. Another infamous wrestling terrible thing, but he doesn't fall down. It was just Killian Dane wearing the the Star helmet, but at least he's playing along now.
0: Yeah, it's it seems like he's on uh, he's on the same page with Drake Maverick.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah they're getting along. Uh, but then we cut back to Cameron Grimes. He's running down the road. He finally makes his way back to the Capitol Wrestling Center. He gets into the arena. He makes it to the ringside area. But he's so out of breath from running, he just falls down to rest. But then he realizes he's laying in the graveyard. And then some of the these contortionist ghouls just come out. Uh, they're doing like the exorcist spider walk. They're doing all these crazy things. Any other week, this might be weird, but Halloween Havoc, this really fits in That's nicely. That's why,
0: yeah, exactly. That. Of course, any other week, yeah. this would have been so insanely nonsensical.
1: Yeah, but this was cool. So Grimes, he's terrified. He runs into the ring where Dexter Loomis shows up. He starts pounding him. Zombies are just swarming in, surrounding the ring. Smoke fills the air. Uh, then one of the smaller female zombies just climbs over Loomis like a ferret. Just starts like running around his shoulders and... He just picks her up, military presses her, tosses her onto Grimes. I think it was a her.
0: I want to say, I know. When I saw that, I was like, that's Casey Catanzaro, 100%. Yeah, it
1: looked looked like a feminine, but uh, so he just, uh, so he hits that, and then he hits the side effect, locks in the silence, and Grimes passes out, so Dexter Lewis has won the haunted House of Terror match.
0: Which, uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. It has been a while since we've seen a cinematic match. Um,
1: yeah, so it was like nice think, to
0: see one again because it was, it, we sort of had a few early on and then we've kind of cooled off and it was very nice to see another one of these. Yeah, you know, well done. Loomis didn't have much to do besides being his normal, fantastic, cold and stoic self. Yeah, um, like
1: he's already got horror movie villain vibes and so he just, that's all he had to do. Just continue being him.
0: You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, the, it's like having the zombies there was this like, kind of fun little bit and in, in yeah, a, they
1: did a good job, too. The, Those, like, fucking contortionists. Of course, all of crazy. these
0: actors, all the stuff. And Cameron Grimes, I think, being a little kind of, like, goofy southerner, you're able to sort <laughs> yeah. of play it off a little bit more, like the bit when he was about to go into the shower.
1: Yeah. He was so <laughs> he
0: can be a little, like, <laughs> and yeah. play it off. I know.
1: This is the most we've heard him speak. Like, he got, like, 10, 15 minutes of dialogue. Yeah, so much thing.
0: dialogue. I'd never heard before. All the old grimy yeah, bastard. Um, yeah. Yeah, just a great <laughs> example of two dudes match on a you know I'm, I'm gonna say pay per view quality show. I think
1: the whole show, yeah, didn't really have a didn't really have a down moment.
0: And uh, you know, two new guys both going over, even though one lost.
1: Yeah, 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 we still had a lot of fun. But we're here uh, for the final part of the night. Um, I guess there was the middle part where Shati showed up and she was wearing like her black. Elvira type. Yeah, there was outfit. a whole
0: new costume change in there. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> with but, with a couple uh, in the middle, the,
1: I'm sure. But for the final spin of the night, she's got her devil outfit on, the red th- everything. Uh, so she spins the wheel, and we land on tables, ladders, and scares. Oh my! Ooh, Ooh. spooky. Uh, so Io Shirai taking on Candice LeRae, NXT Women's Title match. Uh, Candace, she comes out and she's got her Sally outfit to match Jan Johnny's Jack from earlier. That was cute.
0: Oh, there you <laughs> go. I caught I get it now. Jack and Sally. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh and then Poppy comes out to do a little special entrance for Eo Shirai, which was like a much heavier version, like heavy metal. It was cool. Eo was- rocks yeah. it. She headbangs the fuck out of it. <laughs> but uh, anyways, early on in the match here, Candace pulls out a table. Uh but there's a mystery bag on top of this table. So she picks up the bag, dumps it out, and a bunch of fake body parts come out, spooking her. So there you go. That's the scares of the table. That's the
0: scares, right? I thought it was going to be thumbtacks because I'm like, nothing is scarier <laughs> than falling on a pile of thumbtacks. Turns out it was just kind of like fake limbs. Well, And then uh, uh, Candace Laurie does this thing where she like pours it out and then she gets so scared. She kind of like goes behind and almost like dry heaves. <laughs> Almost like, like you can tell, like, she, you yeah. know, like that kind of gag face of like, oh, I'm going to be sick. Uh, like, yeah. really, Candice?
1: <laughs> Maybe she doesn't like the smell of that rubber. Maybe, yeah.
0: <laughs> the synthetic. Uh,
1: yeah. But then EO goes up and picks up a couple of the severed arms and just smacks her around with them. and uh, They fight their way over to the announce table and Candace nails EO in the head with a laptop. That was a real laptop.
0: Oh, that looks like a real lap. They may have taken out a couple parts, but that looked like a pretty damn real laptop.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, then Candace pulls out a ladder and all the weapons. It was like orange and black Halloween colored ladders. and uh, Yeah. So she sets the ladder up horizontally across the ring and the announce table. But then EO just chucks a chair at her head and then hits a meteora into the steel steps. Uh, and then at one point, EO hits the orange Cassidy's finisher, the beach break. Did you catch that? I
0: did catch that.
1: That was cool, oh. but uh, that only got a two count. Uh, so then, outside the ring, we set up two tables, which have the old chalk outline of a dead body, <laughs> which I've heard is not actually a real thing that was ever done. They
0: don't actually chalk outline. It was bodies? It's just like a Hollywood. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, why would? Why would you? <laughs> it's chalk. That it has to be an antiquated piece of uh, yeah. technology. I mean, you just take
1: some photos or use some other things. <laughs> yeah, but, anything uh, else anyways later on e o she plants Candace onto this pile of chairs and she goes for her moon salt, but Candace moves so e o just crashes hard onto the pile and then Candace picks up a chair, starts beating e o down she like, uh, yeah she seats the chair down and suplexes or no e o can e o suplexes Candace onto the seated chair so some spinal trauma there spinal <laughs> uh then some innovative spot where like EO has a chair. Candace goes to kick her and she just like traps her legs in it and twists it. Cool little thing. Mm-hmm. And then she tries to follow up with a 619. Candace avoids it, hits her with a chair. And then the big spots, they go to the edge of the ring. And Candace hits a big twisting neck breaker off the ring through the two tables to the floor. So both women are dead. <laughs> uh, and then Ghostface comes out again. Uh, this mystery person, they pick up Candace this time. Roll her into the ring. And then they physically just carry her. They put her on their shoulders. They climb up the ladder uh, towards the title. But then Shotzi Blackheart, the devil herself, comes running in to attack Ghostface. She slams them down onto the pile of chairs. And Candace is just kind of passed out on top of the ladder. So EO comes back in, sets up a second ladder beside her. She climbs up. Uh, but Candace comes to. She gouges EO's eyes. She falls off. Candace has her fingertips on the belt. I thought she might have had it here, but then EO comes to. She tips over the ladder, and Candice just takes a big bump, falls over the top rope, crashing through a ladder that she set up earlier to the floor. So she's dead once again. And now EO's all alone. Climbs up the ladder, unhooks the belt, wins the match, retains the title,
0: and gets the ding, ding, ding. Uh, yeah, another great match from uh, Candice in this saga of Laree and Shirai.
1: Yeah, now three nothing for EO. Shit, really. I believe. Yeah, you're right. I believe. Huh. But uh, three great matches in a row. This was an awesome stuff. Awesome show. Awesome main event. Halloween Havoc was a big success. But who's
0: ghostface?
1: That's uh yeah. I hope we f- I hope it's not I hope we find Do out. Do we
0: think it's the same person for both matches? Do we think maybe Candace helped Johnny? Johnny helped Candace.
1: Well, so here's I've just had a realization. Uh, we saw no wait. Never mind. That was the other... That was a zombie. But anyways, here I... <laughs> you, see what, yeah, yeah,
0: you see what I'm saying, though, and Shotzi, Shotzi did the oh, right here, thing. Okay, she comes... I still
1: have a guess. I still have a guess. I'm going to say a... one of them okay. was Indy Hartwell.
0: Indy Hartwell.
1: Remember, remember? like she sent him that TV the week ago yes. and she helped her in the Battle Royals.
0: Oh, okay. Ah. So maybe uh, Indy Hartwell is looking to join the Night... Uh, no, what are they called? The
1: Garganos.
0: The, are they just called the Garganos? <laughs> they don't have, like, a fun...
1: I don't know. Did they have a I name thought yet? they
0: did. Anyways, they may not. Um, well, maybe with the addition of a third person, they could, you know. Uh, but for now, uh, you know, being being dripped in gold is going to have to wait for the Garganos.
1: I thought they could have had it tonight. but yeah, so close. Candice, one of these days, she's going to win that. She battle. has she to. Has she to. has to. She's too good. Of course. But that was Halloween Havoc. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get another one next year because I think it was a big success.
0: I agree, um, you know, these sort of colon shows that I'm going to call them, they have been a big success, you know, the the bash at the beach, Great American Bash, this, that, the other, all these sorts of yeah. colons, hyphens, and I'd uh, love to see another one next year.
1: Indeed. Let's just jump right over yeah, let's, to the other side. Let's
0: move across brands because um, we do have, we're kind of a, fuck, we're a few short weeks away uh, from full gear 2020. So let's start talking about All Elite Wrestling Dynamite. AEW, All Elite, they coming for you Vince, better watch out, it's too sweet. Just over a week, I mm-hmm. guess, until, um, you know, until this... Until this champion, until until this pay per view, we know what we're getting. Matches already. We already have this Eddie Kingston mocks. We have. We will have the culmination of this number one contender match. FTR, Young Bucks. Uh, let's just get right into the show because we kick off the show actually with one of those number one contender matches. Uh, we have, I guess it's second round action. Adam Page taking on Wardlow, who may have a first name or maybe Wardlow Mr. is Mayhem. his first name.
1: Mr. Mayhem. His name's
0: Wardlow. Two weeks his now, name's Wardlow to... Mayhem. Like, Wardlow is his first well, name. Mayhem is his last name.
1: They're calling him Mr. Mayhem Wardlow. Oh. Like, Mr. Mayhem is in quotations. That's his nickname. My oh, God.
0: I wonder. Anyways. Anyways, we. Uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, so fun. Yeah, fun opening match. They're brawling around outside the ring. Wardlow spears hangman through the barricade. Uh, he's dominating for a while. He's looking good. He even goes for a swanton bomb at, one, at point. one point, Wardlow. Yeah, but Hangman avoids it, and uh, soon he hits a big moonsault to the floor. Back in the ring, Wardlow hits the F10, but Hangman rolls out of the ring to avoid getting pinned. And then they fight up to the top rope. Page hits a big followaway slam, followed by a buckshot lariat. But the first one only brings Wardlow to his knees, so he has to hit a second one. And that gets the three count, so he gets the win. He's going to the finals
0: in a uh, in a possibly you know kind of predictable outcome, uh, this was a great result for both guys, I think you know, like Adam Page, keeping that momentum going certainly towards the uh, that world title uh, contendership you know finals. And Wardlow looking at, you know where we see with our Wardlow that he can compete with the company's tops.
1: Yeah, he's looking good, you know, even in defeat, he still took a lot to beat him and, looking strong. And
0: I feel as though we I mean, we never see Wardlow in the main roster. For all we know, he's just cleaning up on Dark. Uh but Dark, you know, not, not not the not necessarily the top talent over on AEW, that's stuff that's saved for the main show. And Wardlow could keep himself up with other heavyweights in the division.
1: Yeah, no, I think he's uh yeah, when it comes to like the big guys, him and hagger And Brian and,
0: Cage. And then we also yeah. have Lance Archer on the other side. You know, there's a lot of big dudes in this uh in this division.
1: Yes, but he can he can carve his own uh his own like way to stand out. Yeah. But it's not gonna be in this tournament, unfortunately. Nope. Sorry, Ward. <laughs> but uh let's move on. We just got singles action. Eddie Kingston taking on Matt Seidel. Just kind of a quick little match. Seidel gets some few moves in, but Kingston ends up locking in Moxley's own bulldog choke, and Seidel taps out.
0: Yeah, we got a a little bit of a, a, kind of like an extended squash, I would feel. I think I got the end of the match. Kingston uh, made Matt Seidel say, I quit.
1: Yeah, he keeps the choke locked in and just fucks him up even more. So, yeah, Seidel, ever since that intro on Botch, he hasn't really done a whole lot.
0: Nah, you can't give time to everybody.
1: (laughs) No, you can't. That's fair. But uh, we have time for the AEW town hall up next to discuss the issue of MJF joining the inner circle. So uh, we bring out MJF in the inner circle and uh, we're kind of going to allow uh, people to come up and ask questions. So Luchasaurus steps up first, uh, asks MJF about economic changes in society and how he can contribute his earning potential and prosperity for the inner circle and MJF has a pre-planned answer. He, some, uh, he has some statistical charts that pop up on the screen <laughs> showing his improvements if he joins the inner circle. So, And then Dr. Britt Baker, she asks the next question, but Reeve is interrupting, just trying to flirt with Jericho. And Baker's just like, you're being weird. She shoves her away. Uh, and then Baker's just like, yeah, MJF, you got a bad track record with a friendship. So what are you can do about that? Good point. Yeah. But Jericho's like, hey, I'm not a dipshit like Cody. I'm not gonna fall for anything, mm-hmm. any crap. So MJF is yeah, MJF's like, yeah. <laughs> uh if I join, we're getting a lot of green, we're gonna get a lot of gold. So then Peter Avalon steps up and then he takes his shot. He asks if he can join the inner circle. And everyone just laughed at him. Uh even Leva Bates has split up with him. Apparently wow, that happened on Dark.
0: Poor librarians.
1: No, good for her. She left him. okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You go, girl.
1: Uh, (laughs) Exactly. Uh, And then we get a special guest, Eric B., who, of course, Mr. Bischoff, he steps up to the plate. Uh, He quotes JFK and asks MJF what he can do for the inner circle. And MJF says friendship. And conversely, what can inner circle do for you? And he just believes that joining these great men can teach him how to be a better team player. And finally, Bischoff just says, uh, "If you do join, how do we know you're not just gonna turn around, stab him in the back, and kill everyone, kill each other?" MJF says he's done everything. He's given them presents. He's given Jericho great TV, friendship, the best segment in wrestling history last week. <laughs> so what's well, you know what haven't I done? And Jericho simply says, "You haven't beat me, so I'm gonna give you a chance to do that at Full Gear." MJF versus Chris Jericho. If you win, I'll let you join the inner circle. Hmm. So
0: I love having shit on the line.
1: Yeah, that's a big match. MJF says he'll do anything it takes to win. And I think at the very end, Ortiz just jumps in. He's like, hey, man, rest of us don't like you. We don't want you here.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, yeah. Like we said, you know, is the inner circle going to be splitting up? I mean, fuck, I sure as hell hope not.
1: Well, I uh, I want to see M, uh, MJF maybe try to take over. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd like to see.
0: Yeah, I'd like that too.
1: We'll see. But uh we got a title match here, TNT Championship, Cody defending against Orange Cassidy once again. But this time it's a lumberjack match. So, uh we got a bunch of guys surrounding the ring. They start off, you know, just doing some fun good old mat wrestling, Cody doing his cocky heel stuff a little bit push-ups mid-match again uh yeah still, still don't know
0: what his vibe is right now
1: yeah he's healing he's healing it up a yeah, bit. yeah sort but, of like uh, in the middle though too yeah i mean he still acts like he's a baby face mm-hmm. like to himself yeah uh the best friends are out there amongst the lumberjacks at one point they just catch orange cassidy help him into the ring and then later on they catch cody but then they just let him drop uh, and then Dark Order's out there as well. They start brawling. bunch of chaos amongst the Lumberjacks. Cody ends up superplexing Orange Cassidy off the top rope onto the pile of men. Um, so then Orange Cassidy, he starts running wild. He hits the beach break, but Cody kicks out. That could have been it. But uh, So Cassidy, he's ready to hit the Orange Punch when Dark Order just storm into the ring. And Adam Silver hits a big boot to Orange Cassidy. Uh, and then Arn Anderson clocks Orange Cassidy as well in the face. Cody takes advantage, hits the crossroad, gets a three, retains a title.
0: Arn Anderson with the cheap shot, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, entertain, it was Entertaining, disjointed.
1: Disjointed. Uh, now this is, you know, Orange Cassidy is now 0-3 in these title matches, which is kind of, you know. He's, he picked up a lot of steam, and now he's getting all these losses.
0: And know. it sort of seems sometimes you run into a problem when you're booking a babyface versus babyface match where you, you maybe sometimes things become a little too convoluted just in a way to preserve both the babyfaces, if that makes sense. You know, bringing in the Dark Order. Uh, you know, despite despite Cody's Cody's defending the belt at full gear against Darby Allen.
1: Yeah. who was he not was kind of watching this who was just kind of from the crowd
0: exactly yeah sort of maybe too many moving pieces to kind of have this direction uh and yeah. and, and we said I mean, it before when in cody's first reign like you don't actually have to defend it every single week
1: no and uh you know i mean dark order when brody was champ i mean i don't even think we've seen him since he lost the title back no he's, he was they were picking he's been on episodes a lot of steam. he's been
0: on episodes of being the elite Because they're fucking hilarious on that show. It's the only time I get to see Anna J. But it's uh... (laughs) but um, other than that, you're right, bro. Mr. Brody Lee has kind of been out of action.
1: Yeah, it was almost like he only won the title so Cody could go film his little show.
0: Well, yeah, it it it, it does make you wonder. Right. I mean, yeah, uh, that being said, you know, but it, it, it's sort of time. You need these belts to sort of be switching hands, uh, you know, a little more often, maybe uh, there's only if there's four belts. Yeah. But Moxley has been holding on to this for got to be close to 300 days now.
1: Uh, yeah. He won it. What? February, I'm going to say. I believe so. Yeah.
0: So it sort of seems like, uh, you know, it's keeping the belt moving. But is Darby Allen a threat to Cody in a couple weeks? I don't know. We'll
1: see. They fought before. They've had some good matches. They had the time limit
0: draw. So,
1: we'll see. We'll see, yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, we got Serena Deeb. Deeb. The Deeb, uh, she actually just beat Thunder Rosa and is the new NWA Women's Champion. A
0: mere 24 hours prior to uh, this broadcast. Yeah, you're right. Serena Deeb uh, beating out Thunder Rosa, who we've already seen in AW a few times and has put on great matches every time.
1: Yeah, but there's hot rumors that uh, she's actually WWE bound.
0: I've heard the hot rumors. I don't. I. I don't think there's anything. <laughs>
1: Your tone doesn't agree
0: with them. I, I. I don't think they're hot rumors. Uh, main, mainly. Uh, mainly.
1: I heard them from Uncle Dave. That's pretty hot. Main, well,
0: the the hottest reason I believe it's not a rumor, <laughs> uh, and the shoot meter's flying right now. It was just because um, Billy Corgan said <laughs> that she signed through. Uh, she signed with NWA through 2021. Oh, what is well, so it's so sport. it's not that I don't believe that you know she could be on the move eventually, whether it be a W maybe even stay with NWA impact for all we know. But Billy Corgan did say that she's with the company through 2021. Well, what if and he, and if, he wrote uh, that song, The World is a Vampire. So, I mean, if you're not going to believe well, that guy, <laughs> allow me,
1: allow me if I may. Okay. Uh, what if it's like some sports, but, you know, you got <laughs> that one year option.
0: Oh yeah, it's that like a, a player option, and she's gonna decline so, her player option.
1: Yeah, so she's she's 2020 is when it ends. 2021 is the option, so she can do like WWE. Thanks.
0: It could be right thanks. or or AEW. I mean, um, it, it, I'm just going with the hot rumors. Uh, of course, Mike. Of course, Mike. The shoot the shoot meter's flying. <laughs> um, but that being said, please, if she is leaving NWA, please come to AEW. Uh, the the Uh, the WWE does not need another fantastic female performer they have an abundance of that and we say this every single week
1: at the same time AEW is where women's wrestling goes to die but
0: don't we need something to bring it
1: up I mean they should have If, if, if she goes to WWE it's their own fault AEW. Yeah, I mean, I guess... They had her. She's wrestled on the show. She's shows wrestled on, on the show. News.
0: You know, she's got the name. Uh, yeah, fingers crossed. I think please go to AEW to bring up and just carry this women's <laughs> division. Put them all yeah. on your shoulders and just keep walking.
1: Well, in the meantime, Serena Deeb is here to defend that freshly won championship against Layla Hirsch. Who, Layla. Yeah, 0-1. She's getting a title shot, but they do all right. They get a couple minutes, you know, of typical... Uh, they have to throw a commercial in there, even though it was only like seven minutes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, you know, they still look cool. Serena hits some cool moves. She hits a nice rude awakening neck breaker. Uh, and then she, I don't even know what her submission's called. It's like a double submission thing, but she gets the win, taps her out, retains the title. I
0: believe I heard it called a tequila sunrise.
1: Oh, okay. Well then I know that that was invented by Conan.
0: Oh, there you go. Okay. I believe that's what I may have heard, uh, somebody call it
1: one of them well no that's, that's that makes good. sense i just haven't seen it in a while okay. yeah that's a real move so perfectly said uh but then we go backstage to the aew women's champion hikaru shida who i feel like i haven't seen it in a month probably uh she challenges Nyla rose for the women's title at full gear so uh, i'm a little disappointed why not Brett baker why not Brett why not baker
0: why not uh i don't know why not a triple threat why not a yeah. um, a women's? I mean, Nyla
1: Rose. We've seen that. We've seen
0: that before. Why not a women's championship uh, qualifier? Number Penelope one contendership. Ford. Penelope Ford. Yeah. Uh, so what about all literally all the other options besides booking? Anna Jay. Anna, fuck yeah, Anna Jay. <laughs> um, she's the she's the all star. You know what happened to the bunny? What happened to Brandy? What happened to uh, this whole thing Al, is a yeah. mess.
1: The Ivelisse and Diamante, they won that what happened team to, cup what happened, thing yeah, we all about what, it. was
0: that the one, what was the one with the creepy makeup on?
1: Abaddon. What happened
0: to her? See, all of yeah, these things. I know, I know. Um, I know where that. women's wrestling goes to die, AEW Dynamite. <laughs> uh, so I I'm guess, saying. yeah, so Nyla Rose, Hikaru Shida's the match <laughs> we're going to get. Um, was that the match which we got f- for Hikaru Shida's title win at Double or Nothing? Yeah, it was.
1: Uh, yeah, she beat Nyla. Yeah, she did beat at...
0: Nyla, and uh, no, it was a no DQ, no count out.
1: Something.
0: Stick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh,
1: yes. But then, uh, your boy Sean Spears gets some dynamite action here. Our, on our v. boy Sean
0: Spears. <laughs> all right, all
1: right. <laughs> uh, taking on VSK, but uh, yeah, not much here. Sean Spears just hits the C four right off the bat, gets a quick win didn't even need the glove didn't even need it uh but then afterwards someone from the crowd in this bull costume starts tossing garbage at spears so he tosses the bowl in the ring but the bull takes off the mask it's scorpio sky he lays out spears with a big tko you
0: know and uh i think they had a thing the other week on that one or on that one hour dynamite special when sean spears took out matt sidell uh scorpio sky was involved in that somehow so you know very an inoffensive way of keeping this uh rivalry rivalry rolling um yeah. so sean spears could certainly use some momentum uh scorpio sky kind of lost all of the momentum that he kind of built up with scu Is that what they're called yeah, yeah SCU. there was a while where
1: he was he was in world title matches at yeah,
0: one point he, he was the first person to pin chris jericho um, yeah that was huge in aew so yeah, a lot of big news. yeah a lot of big stuff but Sean Spears uh, and Tully, where does Tully's affiliations lie because he sort of yeah. seems to be well, spending way more time with FTR.
1: I was gonna say where where do Sean Spears and FTR lie like are they friends? I like or to, they just I like kinda...
0: to think that it's sort of um uh what was the guy's name it, it's sort of like it's it's not the it's like the Tully Blanchard brand similar to robert stone (laughs) robert stone uh robert stone had the right idea just get performers and i manage them all and Tully blanchard has a similar idea right but you get does make you wonder if sean spears and fdr came head face to face in the middle of the ring would they not like each other would they help each other out it does raise the it does beg the question
1: yeah eventually though we'll have to get to that yeah
0: eventually but let's get to this week's main event of dynamite because it is our second and final uh match uh this guy's our semi-final match for the world <laughs> title eliminator to determine the number one contender for the aw world championship we have penta l zero m taking on kenny omega
1: yes so of course ray phoenix was supposed to be in this match but he was pulled due to legit injury he is pulled uh, from
0: every single match due to injury have you noticed this with yeah with ray uh
1: well I think I know why, because last week he did that fucking head scissors off the top rope, like fell on his head. I think that was the one, Looked bad at the point. Yeah, so uh, he's out, but, you know, Pentagon's in. Penta, sorry, we get a nice rematch from that all-in thing they did like three years ago. Yes,
0: that was the rematch, yeah. That
1: banger. Yeah, so uh, Kenny, he gets another super self-indulgent introduction. Yes,
0: cheerleaders coming out with uh, Penta masks and brooms.
1: Yeah, the brooms and cleaner. Roberts is like listing all these accomplishments, and he
0: comes out wearing he comes out are... wearing a T-shirt, which is something that we don't really see Kenny Omega wearing. Um, and after some early signs of disrespect, you know, taunting uh, Penta, he takes off the T-shirt, revealing his Triple A Mega Championship, which he had <laughs> won from or off of Ray Phoenix just earlier, or I think late 2019, I think, or maybe mid 2019.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he's taunting him with that. Takes off the shirt. Uh, And then we just have a great battle here. Just back and forth. Tons of vicious chops smacking each other's, making hamburger meat of each other's Just making
0: some ground chuck (laughs) out
1: of each other. uh, Yeah, a bunch of high-flying dives to the floor. Topic and heroes. Uh, Pentagon kicks out of a V-trigger, so Kenny has to hit a bunch more. Uh, I think Penta hits a Panama Sunrise at one point off the top rope onto the ramp. You You bet your ass he does. Yeah. And then he hits a big package pile driver. Oh, that was huge. And, yeah, that's a beautiful. Move. Oh, my God. And, Deadly. And, and it's
0: great, too. Like, and it was just set up so well. Like, he was facing the camera.
1: Like, yeah. it was I think perfect. JR, I don't think he's seen many of those. He's like, my God.
0: Yeah, he doesn't. He hasn't he he seen. Well, you know, like, I mean, he hadn't seen any for like 20 years or so.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Kenny kicks out of that, though. He recovers. And eventually, he's able to get that one winged angel to win the match. So, we get. Omega versus Hangman in the finals, but, you know, sometimes you got to go with the right, the obvious choice.
0: Well, and this, and and I think as soon as we saw the bracket, this was, it was just us laying out, okay, how do we get to (laughs) Kenny and Hangman Page? Uh, Which, that match is going to be fantastic, you know, it's going to be probably one of the higher anticipated matches on, uh, on AEW for the year.
1: Yeah, I mean, that full gear... Uh, the whole card so far is looking shaped I mean, I guess it's probably pretty much done at this point, looking pretty solid. Yeah, inle- unless they include added.
0: some kind of battle royal on a pre-show, you know, like they do sometimes. Uh, yeah, like the casino battle royal, this, that, thing. the other. But um, this, yeah, Hangman, Hangman, and uh, Kenny—that's match of the year written all over it.
1: Yeah, they've certainly uh, got a shot at it.
0: We'll see. Yes, but um, and that was dynamite.
1: That was. It. Oh no, we that did actually was... miss
0: one little piece of information here. Um, there was a sit-down interview with FTR and the Young Bucks, of course, discussing their upcoming match for Full Gear in two weeks, where it was revealed that if the Young Bucks lose, they can they will never challenge for the AEW Tag Team Championship again.
1: Yes, that's right. Similar Uh, to a
0: Cody World Championship thing. You know, the promise is being made, and we just kind of have to, fingers crossed, assume that it will be fulfilled?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know uh if it was necessary to add this step and to me it makes it seem like the bucks are probably going to win now
0: yeah it, you could have made it i feel like this could have been a in a no dq would have been a great way to kind of convey whatever sort of message they're trying to get to and of course tag wrestling in, in <laughs> aew is pretty much all a tornado tag so just calling yeah. it a tornado tag match would be pointless um but coming from FTR, right? A team who is often boasting and promoting quote unquote traditional tag team wrestling. And
2: mm-hmm. what
0: did they have? No <laughs> no flips, just fists, um all those sorts of, you know, little tag lines they had to really say that no, they are tag this they are a tag team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh and that covers Everything.
0: That covers everything. That covers, oh my God, Wednesday night, The Havoc. A go ho- a fallout show. We had a go-home show. We had three Hell in a Cell matches, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mike. I think there's only time for one more thing that we have to do here on the podcast, and that is, of course, the Wrestler of the Week. It's the
2: wrestler of the Week of the Week. The
1: Wrestler of the Week. Wrestler
0: the week, of the week, of the week, of the 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 Wrestler the A lot to pull from, you know, uh, You know, not only do we have a fun mill match with here and Kenny and Penta We had the entire Havoc, the Hell in a Cell, Mike I'm gonna throw it your direction first What you got for me?
1: Oh boy, yeah, it was uh, a lot of good matches this week. A lot of good stuff, but, uh, you know, as always, a lot of times when it comes to close calls, tiebreakers, the women can edge out the men. <laughs> uh, and they did it once again this week, because I'm going to give it to the new champion, the boss, Sasha Banks, Helena Cell. I love that match. Great show. She won the title. Uh, now the big story is, can she defend it? Can she hold on to it? So, she's never defended a title. Yeah, You said that last week, and I found that hard to believe. A singles That's title. That's crazy. She's yeah, she's never successfully
0: yeah. defended a singles title. Yeah, uh, on the main Sasha role. Banks has just kept rolling what is an incredible year for her... Her position within SmackDown, whether she was on, what, no matter what show she was on, no matter who she was yeah. performing against, uh, just like another, just like, a, you know, a, the cr- icing on top or the icing for the- uh, She is the boss. She's the boss. What can you say? There's nothing else I can say about her.
1: Best women's wrestler in the world.
0: Uh, Yeah. And you could, we can also like say that with a fair, with a, you know, pretty certain degree of confidence also. Mike, I'm staying with the same brand, same show, different match. That's right. Um, I am going to go back and rewatch it, you know, because I have promised myself for a particular statistic count. However, <laughs> I have to give my rest of the week this year, this week to uh, none other than the tribal chief, the big dog Roman Reigns. Um, the what they're doing, the, the, what they're doing in the ring, the the story they're telling to me is one of the one of the best things I've seen in so so long. The ability that they are able to just talk to each other, this whole familial. You know, the heartstrings they're pulling at is fantastic. Yeah. And when Roman Reigns broke down into tears, I was like, holy shit, this guy is buying into this. Oh, yeah.
1: He gave he gave a piece of himself.
0: Uh, Roman, he's he uh, he wants to be, you know, in the lines of doing The Rock Johnson, the right lines of John Cena. <laughs> Roman could very yeah. well be that next guy. Post wrestling yeah, Hollywood star. Uh, watch The Wrong Missy uh, on Netflix. It's there. He's in it. It's funny. Um, <laughs>
1: um, and I think there was a caveat added at some point where the Usos lose; they have to like be his servants or something. Yeah. So
0: they kind of have That's to that. now acknowledge Roman Reigns yeah. as like the top, as, as as the top dog, the tribal chief, as the guy who kind of leads their family, the decisions, this, that, the other. Um, so yeah. Oh, I also I should have brought this up in Hell Cell. Did you notice that the graphic? So um, on the paper You know they have Like those It's like a CGI graphic That just kind of Goes over top of The live camera That's being shot You know and yeah. Sometimes it'll be It used to be like The big dog's logo You know that kind of Like it was like The dog chomping This that the other yeah. And they had one of Roman Reigns In the middle of his Like ooh ah, thing. Thing yeah. And the skin tone On their version Of Roman Reigns Was way different Than the actual Skin tone of Roman Reigns I'm not going to say Which way it falls I'm going to let you Mike kind of like Decide that for yourself If you do want <laughs> (laughs) to go back and see real life roman versus the cgi depiction of roman two totally different
1: people um just uh just like reimagining it in my head, I'm gonna say it was too dark.
0: Way too dark. Like I just
1: kind of pictured it already, and I'm it like, yeah, I think I could. So I think it was dark.
0: dark, it changed. <laughs> it changed his entire nationality just by like with one little CGI image. It was wild. <laughs> and that's all the time we have for the podcast this week. Remember to rate, review, like, subscribe. The podcast is everywhere. You know, this was episode 98. Of course, we have our big, great one coming up next week, and uh, which will actually be leading to our huge episode 100. Uh, Cannot wait! Cannot wait for that day.
1: Yes, we'll have to finalize some some details and plans for that off air, but Uh, that show will happen. Off,
0: Mike, you're gonna you know there's there's gonna be some information that the listeners won't hear, but then of course come that episode 100. So we don't
1: want to spoil everything. No spoilers,
0: you know. Um, (laughs) And episode 100 is gonna be great. Uh, Thanks for listening, folks. That's all the time we have this week. I guess we'll catch each other back up next week. How's that sound, Mike? Sounds great. Okay, bud. You take uh take care of yourself, enjoy the rest of your day, and we will talk to you
1: later. Keep it breezy. <laughs>
0: Keep it breezy and <laughs> Hey. <laughs>